Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever. Realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time. This is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim Boomy. Yeah, yeah, we back. Realest podcast ever. What episode is this? 64. 8. 68. 68. That was close. Um, episode 68, it's your boy C. Diddy. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Matt makes me sick. Get rid of the gum, dog. Yeah, I just... Listen, so, I'm not, having an Angela Yee moment right now. Get rid of the gum, fam. Can I have something to put the gum in? <laughs> Matt locked it. Let, let me tell y'all a quick little story. <laughs> Matt comes in the studio. Like, number one, he's meandering in the studio. Like, I'm coming from the bathroom. I see him, like, approaching. I see his car lights still on, and I see him approaching. Slow bop, whatever. Oh, hey, there's Matt. All right, cool. Matt's coming in the studio. So he proceeds to take, like, mad long to walk into the studio. And then, like, I just hear him, like, entering the actual studio. And he's like, yo, is he in here? And Taylor's like, yeah, come in. <laughs> then he proceeds to come into the actual studio and says, oh, this door locks? And locks the fucking door. Yeah, I didn't realize I locked it. Like, you must be afraid of, like, the podcast police is going to bust in here and, like, take all of us the fuck down. It's just me out here. That's it. <laughs> it's just Taylor. No, I'm, I'm real like uh, Stringer Bellish. <laughs> Remember, like yo, like that door, like that door, like that's that's me all the time. Like I lock, like I lock my bedroom door in my house when I go to sleep. I don't do that. I used to. I don't do this shit no more. I, I have to. I believe in just my life. One of my ethos in life, period, is just like you maintain a certain level of security so that you ain't gotta act surprised when dumb shit happens to you. My sister came to my. House the other day was it about a week ago. Yeah, and I forgot she was coming there in the morning. So I'm in the bedroom. I hear, mind you, I got the chain on my front door. Yeah. I hear the door like trying to go open, but the chain got it. Bakum, I hear the chain come off, and I'm like, oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on. Oh, they want guns, guns. To this come is off. what I've been waiting for. <laughs> I go under the bed, come out with the joint, but then I I hear the bathroom door open. And I hear the toilet flush, and I'm like, I know it. They get breaking head, <laughs> taking shit to something crazy. You know what I'm saying? I come out the bathroom, I see her coat, her bag, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I almost had to kill the shit out of yeah. you. Let me go put the blick back up. And, <laughs> that would have been a bad start to the week. You got to smoke your system. Yeah. It's <laughs> like so you got to explain to your pop, like, I kind of killed your daughter. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I killed her a little bit, but no, let you me, know, I thought let she me, was a burglar. Let me paint the picture. <laughs> like, hold on, what it is. Let me explain. But yeah, I, it really, like, fucked me up. I'm like, I know ain't nobody trying to get in this, John. Bock him, I hear the chain pop. <laughs> I'm like, oh, when it's When the chain on. pop, it's on. Yeah, on. yeah I'm like, it's on. <laughs> the chain Man, pop. listen. 
So yeah, so just in general, I just believe you maintain a certain level of security so that you don't gotta worry about dumb shit happening to you. You lock your car doors. You lock your fucking apartment or your house door. You know what I'm saying? You don't leave seven thousand dollars sitting on your center console for some shithead to walk up and break your window. Here goes the crazy part though. When I do get robbed, it's like Vagabonds that just had nothing else to do. Yep. Motherfucker broke in my truck one day. Uh, shout out Shanice. We was at uh, Mad Max. Bunch of us. And I, yeah. She rode with me. We came out and she opened my passenger door. She was like, somebody was in here. And I looked. My center console is open. That little John with the change. And I'm yeah. real like, I would put the quarters in the quarters. The <laughs> dimes in the, yeah, I'm that boy. That shit was all scattered. Like a motherfucker just broke in and took my change. Didn't take none of my bags, shit I had lying. I had my beats laying on the back. They had seat. to get on the bus. <laughs> Nigga, it's the bus driver bullshit. I need this change. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a have my motherfucking fare today. Shit I ain't, crazy, going, I ain't I, sneaking on the back door today. I, I need this change. You <laughs> know right, what I'm saying? Real quick, two stories in relation to the same exact scenario. So once upon a time, I was I can say this now because I don't live there no more. You can't come rob me there, uh, vagabonds. So I was living at fucking Alden Park, the one on Schoolhouse Lane. Real so, quick, I think the word of the week is going to be vagabond. For sure. Let's All do right, that. Yeah, we'll do that. So I had my car parked on Schoolhouse Lane like a little bit. Uh, further down from the apartment Normally I would just park on a roundabout And just be an asshole So what I would do is I know that roundabout well They started writing me tickets Okay So what I would do is Just to ensure that they wouldn't tow me I would park half on the sidewalk Of the uh, roundabout And half in the street So I'm like Try getting the record up under this motherfucker yeah. On an unlevel car assholes right. So now Give me the ticket But you can't tow me So for this particular day I said I'm tired I'm not paying no more tickets I'm gonna park on the street So it's around this time of the year The scumbag time of the year Where it gets dark at 2.35 yeah. And shit like that <laughs> That so, is the scumbag <laughs> part of the year It's, it's Robin season <laughs> yeah, it <ain't>. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely Robin season So You ain't lying I, So I park my car And it's like 3 in the afternoon When I go And I come back out At like 5.30 To go somewhere my whole shit is shattered. Like, the one uh, passenger side window, my shit shattered. The door yanked open, like, the whole kick. And I'm just like, ah, man, now I got to deal with this shit. So, same scenario. The uh, armrest has popped open. And the charger from my Garmin mobile GPS unit is there, but the Garmin is gone. So, I'm sitting here like... Y'all just broke a $200 window to steal a $99 Garmin. On top of that, they yanked my Louis Vuitton sunglasses. So I'm like, listen, if they would have knocked on my door and been like, yo, anybody here uh, got the white Ford Fusion with the Garmin in it? I want that Garmin. I would have gave it to them so that they didn't break my fucking window. So you broke a $200 window to take a $99 Garmin and end up getting some $800 sunglasses in the process. I was bitching. So that's the first time. So don't leave shit out in your car, mm -hmm. especially if you live in 19144 zip code. It's crackheads all around yeah. that, John. I don't care if they tell you it's East Falls. None of that shit applies. It's Smokerville. Yeah. So that's the first, John. Same with 19145. Wait, four. Four five is South Philly. You where definitely were, don't No, where were we? Around. What's the zip code for where we were just at? When we both lived? 2 8. There. Two eight, there you. I was, I was saying four eight. Two no, eight is junkie land. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's vet. <laughs> it's meth heads. Dope addicts and the fentanyl is popping. They sell you on the oh, we're only twenty five minutes from downtown and easy access to. You know, then you get there the, and it's the like freaks come out at yeah, night. Yeah, that shit is nuts. You know right. how many almost fights I got into at that Wawa? Dog, it's with like people from the crazy house. Dog, it's nuts. Lady, motherfuckers used to get on when I d did the nine. They would whenever motherfucker get on and be like, yeah, you go to Fairthorn. I'd be like, I know you the fuck <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that's the only fucking thing there. <laughs> like that's you know that's the crazy joint. Yeah. That's right behind the Wawa. Yeah, like they. 
they, it's like they sneak through that gate yeah. and come over the the complex and be in Wawa, wilding the fuck out. So next, John, this is not even me. This is my pop. My pop living in the Northeast on Devereaux. He don't live there no more, so y'all can't rob my pop. He lives somewhere else now. So he he uh, driving a rental car or whatever. His wife's car was in the shop getting fixed. He's driving a rental car, a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, whatever. Somehow, some way, she leaves the doors unlocked on the car. Some smoker lady at seven in the morning is walking down the block, popping door yeah, handles. Yeah, holding, pulling door handles. Just That's pulling how my door. car got robbed Just up on Ridge. Just pulling door handles, hoping for the best. They get to their car, jackpot. So he walk up on the car, door flung open. <laughs> <laughs> door flung the fuck open. It's mad shit just scattered everywhere. Chain shit like that. Like, you're like... I don't know what they took, blah, blah, blah. But he looks up the street, so it's like a like a half a block up. She's still popping door handles. So now he go run down the street, tackle the fucking lady, <laughs> got to call the police. He's sitting on this bitch at fucking 7.15 in the morning waiting for the police to come there, and she just committed a string of fucking burglaries. Dog. So now it's damn near like organized crime. Dog. <laughs> Can I tell you how on Ridge... Remember, I, you remember when I was yes. in Ridge Court? The first joke. I used to park on Ridge Avenue, like right across from the shop, right? At Ridge yeah. and Paoli. So Lee had her car parked there. We went to my dad's house for... I want to say Thanksgiving. Yeah. It might have been Thanksgiving. We'll get to how our Thanksgivings was. Yes, we will. But it, this, it might have been Thanksgiving. I'm thinking it was Thanksgiving two years ago, two or three years ago, because that was a couple years ago. We were pulling back up to the apartment. We in my truck. Her car was parked at the apartment. Yeah. As we're pulling up, sis comes out the spot behind her car, bockings, side swipes the car. Goodness. And pe- Lee goes, what the fuck? And hops out my truck <laughs> and starts chasing the car on foot <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck back in the truck. You're not going to catch her. She gets in the truck. We peel around the corner. I, You know that's going down towards a... Uh, you go down Paoli. That becomes that the street back there. The where, back, the, what the fuck is the... It's somewhere with a D. It's not Domino, is it? No, it's, Domino Lane is further up. But Domino Lane wraps down to it. And it becomes... Ah, it's right there. It's the main street where all of I, car repairs, shops, all the bike shit, shit yeah, yeah, all that yeah. shit back there. I, I can't think of it, but I we all. Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Almost from Ridge to that. <laughs> that ain't quick. Yeah, I'm like barking down the street. <laughs> Cut her off. She out of the car. What the fuck is you doing? She like, oh, damn, I hit you. We like, bitch. <laughs> no way. You ain't going to see my face right now. <laughs> she was like, oh, damn, I did hit you, huh? <laughs> so, well, so when the car went, bock him. <laughs> and your steering wheel shook. So she got out of the car like, damn, I thought I, I thought maybe I did, but I wasn't sure. So I'm like, bitch, this did huge. The whole right side of her car did it. Dog, she took the fuck off, and I had to go down there and get her. All right, man, since we telling stories, I got to tell the infamous uh, car hit twice in one night story. Have I ever told this on the you podcast? All right, but well, we're going to tell it again yeah. in 2018. So... 2016, me and DJ Boo got this fucking bar at 53rd and Market, 5300 Market Street, the after midnight. We got the second floor. Downstairs is Steve's slash Chance's Lounge. He changed the name every fucking week. Mm -hmm. So I'm out that night with my scumbag young boy crew that shoot people doing street promo. So 
I'm going around to all the different bars with them handing out flyers to get people to come to after midnight when all the shit closes at 2 o'clock. So one of my first few stops is at Kiff's. For those of you that have never been to Kiff's, it's a scumbag hookah lounge with one light bulb at 62nd and Market Street. It was, I actually went to Kiff's. I, I you know. <laughs> That's what, all. That's what, all you got. What? What, uh, what, <laughs> what King Jaffe Joe? It was an overrated experience. Yeah, <laughs> that was so, good. So Kips is fucked around. Yeah, like, yeah. let's just get that uh, out of the joke. So I'm at Kips or whatever. So I'm, real quick, funniest part of my John when I went to Kips, as me and Feet were leaving out, I, I was like, "Yo, give me two dollars." And you know, you can pay for the next song on the the play some bullshit. I played Gloria Stefan Congo and <laughs> walked out up. the door. Like, fuck it, <laughs> it was not cool in there. So my, I'm parked at Kips. I got my car parked on the very, very corner spot at 62nd and Market, facing 63rd. I'm in the the little X zone. Not supposed to park in the X, but whatever. I'm standing here on the corner with flyers. The young boys, wherever the fuck they at, I'm watching the car. What kind of car you think backed into me and hit me? What kind of car was parked in front of me? It was a Grand Marquis, right? Grand fucking Marquis. Mm. Uh, like a 93 with all the it's a navy oh, blue. Oh, this was one of the... Uh, with all the paint chipping on the This the Sergeant Taggart joint. Oh, man, a joint that go through your house. One of them joints. I thought it was like a round No, 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 it was like a 93. Yeah, the big box joint. No, not even a box. It's the first year of the round joint. Oh, all right. But still, complete steel. Like a tank on wheels. The who's the man joint. Who's the man joint. So... I see her, I'm I'm watching, I'm like, this gonna be bad. So I'm watching and shit. She like inching, inching, inching. All you hear is boom. I'm like, what the fuck? Like if I, I froze. Yeah. So my immediately my immediate reaction is to run to the car. <laughs> so I run to the car. Young boys assemble. We run to the car. Real quick. <laughs> the immediate reactions are always the wrong reaction. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> you I can't froze. react. <laughs> I froze, right? I tell you, leave that out. It's trying to chase the car. Yo, it's like you in a car and you going to chase a car. <laughs> it's fight or flight. She was straight fight and flight. Yo. Like I'm, I'm out shit. The initial reaction is always so. Hilarious. I froze. I'm just watching this shit. Like yo, this is bad. Like she just hit the oh, shit, shit out of my car. So. I I run get in the car. Young boys assemble. So the two young boys get in the car. Me, I'm balling now. I start the car up. I'm balling down Market Street. Turn up 63rd. I'm the whole everything. She get to the corner of 63rd and Vine and mm-hmm. go to make a right. I swerve in front of her on some uh, DA shit. Pull over. <laughs> Fuck over. Block her in on the corner. I'm parked diagonal. I say, yo, what the fuck? You didn't you just hit the shit out my car. You didn't you didn't see my car? Oh no, I didn't mean to hit you. <laughs> I just pull off fast. <laughs> I'm like, sis, help me understand how you pulling off fast gotta do what you hit in my motherfucking car, man. Like, so we go through the whole routine. Yeah. License insurance. It ain't, it's two people in the car, ain't nobody got a license. Right, standard. She passed me the registration, it's for like a, a Grand Prix. Right. Passed me the insurance car, it's for like another Grand Marquise. Yeah. Don't none of this shit match up. I had to get out and play insurance adjuster. I assessed the damages on my car. I said, they have a horrible fucking night, man. I'm out of here. So the car wasn't that bad, despite how bad it sounded. So I let her, I let her go about her business. I get off my DEA shit, get back in the car, go back to doing what I'm doing. 
45 minutes later. This was the Charger. This was the Charger. Yeah. I'm parked <laughs> now. I'm parked in front of After Midnight. Yeah. So I'm done doing all my promo runs. I'm parked back in front of After Midnight. I parked the car in the very front spot you could park in it. The security is out there. Somehow, some way, I'm in the very front. Like, it's a little cutout Mm -hmm. on the sidewalk. And then it's sidewalk here. I'm in the last spot. Then it's sidewalk. Somehow, some way, some stupid nigger decides, (laughs) I'm going to park on the actual sidewalk. Right. In front of the bar. In front of everybody. He backs up. Boom. Knock my whole shit loose. The light, the grill, the bumper, the whole everything. Now, this is a 2011 Charger, whatever, little rally package, all that little cute shit. I've had this car hit before. So I know. <laughs> what, 30 minutes got, before. Yeah, I, I know what it is. This shit is all one piece. So off rip, that's $2,000. Like, it's just no getting around it, it's $2,000. So as soon as he hit the car, I'm in the club. He tried to go skirt off the security. They all right there. They block him in. Yo, my man, give me the cut, cut reach in the car, cut the car off, take his keys, everything. Yo, my man, uh, you gonna wait right here. This the owner of the bar, John. Da, da, da. You gotta wait for him. So I come outside. I'm like, you gotta be shit me because this is the second time my car been hit tonight. So I get into, I start talking to the niggas or whatever. I end up knowing one of them because I know his dad. His dad in the feds or whatever. He about to come home soon. My man Pooh. So I'm getting talking to these three young boys or whatever. They like, no, he gonna pay you, blah, blah, blah. It's like three of them, they all are corralling together to try to piece together some money to give me so that I don't call the police. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, the police, my car is here, the police is right here. Like parked in that turning lane yeah. in the middle yeah. of market because we got a police detail. They just sitting there like, yo, at any given time, if you need us to intervene with this shit, then, you know, we got it. So, they trying to piece together money. They handed me $60. Hold on. Don't go nowhere, old head. <laughs> they come back. They got another 80 Hold on. Don't go nowhere, old head. <laughs> they got another. They somehow, some way, they find another 200 right? Hey, they gave me $60. We had like, we, we like 340 now, right? The deductible is 5 We not even at the deductible yet. So... In the midst of going back and forth with this young boy, he's in a in like a 97 Malibu or right. whatever like that. A, a brown John, because that's all of, all the of menaces is driving like <laughs> weird-ass color cars. He's driving a brown Malibu with tan seats. They just definitely be in a maroon cutlass. <laughs> <Just> Crazy-looking shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the midst of going back and forth with this motherfucker. Yo, nigga pull up on you in a fucking light champagne <laughs> color cutlass. Get away from me. <laughs> He's up to no fucking yeah. good. So, oh, so to put a nice bow on the story. So we had like 340 on the deductible. I tell a nigga, listen, you got to give me at least 1500 You know what I'm saying? I got to get this shit fixed out of pocket, blah, blah, blah. No, my man going to come down. He going to bring something. I said, all right, that's cool. But you can't leave till he bring the money down. So in the midst of waiting, you know, an hour for whoever going to come and help this nigga pay me this money. I look at his car and I notice. <laughs> this motherfucker has ShopRite coupons in his window as inspection stickers. Like, it's no stickers. It's ShopRite coupons to create the illusion that he has Pennsylvania State inspection yeah. stickers. And he had, like, a jersey plate on the car with the fucking shopping job. I'm like, yo, who sold you this car? Yo, I ain't going to lie, old head. I just got this car today. <laughs> 
Five o'clock today, I just got this car. Who the fuck sold you this car like this? Yeah, I couldn't get all the other shit done yet, blah, 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 but they sold me the car, so I'm out shit. So after holding these... So after, so after holding these niggas hostage for two whole hours, after holding these niggas hostage for two whole hours... It's a situation where I'm like, all right, man, just, you know, y'all gave me what y'all going to gave me. Take my number. Just get with me or whatever like that. So they get into telling me where they from and this, that, and the third. Turns out we let the motherfucker go. I don't get involved the police, no shit like that. The nigga drives, leaves, drives straight up 53rd Street. Ten minutes later, gets into another accident where he hits like seven cars and gets locked up for reckless endangerment. That's crazy. Straight menace. I go down South Philly where the young boys tell me that they from. It's six in the morning. I'm driving down Tasker. I'm 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 psycho, y'all. I'm sorry. But like I'm driving down Tasker in my car that he just hit with the bumper half hanging off. Who do I see walking down the street? His Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Minions. Oh, yeah. So they like, oh, yeah, no, a boy got into some whole other shit when he left. They booked him, blah, blah, blah. We had to walk home. What? How did you? You walk from 53rd and Market to 27th and yeah, Shit real. Shit crazy. Shit crazy, man. That shit's about to turn into some whole gangster shit. The young, they start calling around, asking people who I was and this and that because I slid up on a block. It was like so bad. And uh, I just ended up skating with $340, put an insurance claim in, uh, no uh, no fault because of the yeah. uh, uninsured motorists <clears throat> and all that bullshit. And I've never seen, seen none of them uh, dickheads again. But yeah, that was that was the, my wild night. Two accidents in one night. This guy like high or something or he's just an idiot? Extremely high. Like okay. high off like Xanax is yeah. like just like fifteen of them. Right. Like that fifteen really explains bars. it. But yeah. yeah, you can get into the weirdest shit in Philadelphia, man. For I remember, no fault of your own. I remember Shorty ran into my car uh, on Fifty Second New Year's Night, Fifty Second Street. This might have been like oh six. This was years ago. Yeah, but me and me and Ross, we at the motherfucking. Uh, I don't want to say where we at, but we we were around. <laughs> <laughs> we was at the light on Fifty Second Street. Shorty ran into the back of my fucking car. I'm talking about Bacham at the light. I put this shit in park and get the fuck out. When I get out, Shorty get out the driver's seat with no clothes on, like she naked. You know what I'm saying? So come on, man. Ross gets out the passenger seat. He like, hey yo, what the fuck? And he thought I like pulled her clothes off. I want some irate I'm like, no, the bitch got out naked. She was drunk out of her fucking mind. Cops came, locked her. Shit was nuts. You know what I'm saying? You can get into the weirdest shit just being outside. Yeah, just being. Because R- the- real quick, last last joint we gonna have with this. <laughs> I'm in a rental car. It's about six of us. We going down to my dad's house. White chick in a. What's the Dodge Vans? Uh, what's the Vans called? Is it Caravan? Caravan? Not Dodge, then. Chrysler. Town and Country. Town and Country. She ain't one of them Jones. You know how you're on 95 and motherfucker swerve into your lane? She comes into my lane. I'm in a rental Pacifica. She comes into my lane, bockums, hits the fucking car. Bitch acts like she doesn't hit me and keeps driving. I'm chasing her in the Pacifica. I couldn't catch her. 
Like, I don't know what the fuck she had under the hood in the town and country, but I just couldn't catch it. I, I literally... <laughs> she and, had a supercharged. And, and, my, and my pop, the rental was in his name, so I had to come... We on his way to his crib, and I had to tell him, like, yeah, man, the chick hit the car, and I... What? You lost her? And I'm like, dog, I, she, I don't know she what the fuck she this had under the hood in this town and country. <laughs> I mean, I'm floored it, and I couldn't catch up to her. White Dang. Jones, she just took the fuck off in that town and country. Shit was hilarious. God damn. Yeah, man. But enough of that goofy <laughs> shit. How was your uh, holiday week? Uh, the holiday was good, man. Uh, I had one like whole like fiasco one and then some issues with the weather but uh my fiasco was we were set to have little dirk on wednesday at vanity it was all set up to be like our biggest event of the month thousand person event all this shit and it basically just ended up coming down to a situation where we got caught in between the middle of a dispute between his team and the concert promotion team uh aeg philly i like to say fuck you Derek dorsey uh for roping us into this bullshit and uh making us lose a seventy thousand dollar event have a horrible day uh but it just basically ended up in a situation where we got the the short end of the stick in this whole equation and we was the only ones that was paid in full because there was other negotiations and other contingencies that had to take effect in order for this thing to go off without a hitch and the concert promotion company just did absolutely nothing to promote the show Mm -hmm. and it basically was a situation where they didn't sell enough tickets to enact a second revenue stream for Dirk, and it just fucked everything up to the point where it's like we calling his booking agent, his day-to-day manager, his road manager, his security team. I got uh, my man Coon that managed me calling this, that, and the third, trying to <clears throat> do whatever I can to get this motherfucker on a plane. Do you want more money? We're going to pay for your travel, this and that. You want Where you want to go when you leave Philly? Like all these heavy negotiations and just nothing fucking worked, and we ended up you know, taking the hit for it, unfortunately, and now it's just a situation where they want to reschedule, but we've already rescheduled one time, so you can't reschedule a rescheduled show because you already have no credibility. It's like you let me in your crib two times and I steal from you both times. Ain't no third time yeah. coming back. To the crib, like it's just over. So it's I not got a second time, but yeah, yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying. So it's like we was fools for going with the second time. So now it's just a situation where now you know coming tomorrow, it's probably gonna have to be like demand letters and lawyers and all that shit that I don't feel like dealing with just to get this fucking money back. Uh, so that was that. That was the the beginning of the holiday weekend on Wednesday. Um, Thursday Thanksgiving was sw- was smooth. Went to my parents' house. Uh, both both my parents' house, whatever like that. Beautiful spreads Had food for like two days After like the second day The fucking leftover shit I'm like I gotta pull the plug on the Yeah today I, I was over it Yeah I can't I can't fuck with the leftovers I'm not making turkey soup And all that bullshit yeah. No like I'm not For <laughs> fucking making sandwiches <laughs> yeah, and like, else, yeah You want some of this You want some more of this turkey No yeah. I don't My mom had the fried turkey Slamming I'm not a real big turkey Like I I actually went to my Stepsister's house Had food <laughs> Um, I went down to Leah and them folks' crib. Uh, Leah actually made all that. She can really cook. Yeah. And the the, the I don't even eat turkey. Hi, Leah. And the tur- <laughs> the turkey was uh, very, very good. And I'm not a turkey right. person. Yeah. But um, I, lo- I love stuffing. As I know that's... I fuck with the stuffing. That's very... Uh, what they call it... Um, Prehistoric, I guess. It's like slave food, yeah. but whatever. Like whatever. Fuck, call me what you will. Yeah. My mom make the stuffing with the uh, turkey sausage in it, out of pocket. Oh, that, thing, that sounds real good. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to have her make me a pan of stuffing. Yeah, see, we were poor. We just had stove top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Growing up. <laughs> Fucking Dave Chappelle story yeah. about the damn stove yeah. top. <laughs> but um, yeah, Thanksgiving was cool. I went down there, like I said, the food was good, but it's like, 
Thursday, that that one plate you eat at like, see, I left from there and went and played poker. Okay. So I was at the casino till like three in the morning, Thursday night, yeah. or Friday morning. So as I come in the crib, the leftovers you get to eat at three in the morning after the it's lit. It's super. I did the same shit. I went to B side for uh, Lauren birthday. We went to B side or whatever. One of her nineteen birthday parties. We went to B side and uh, got drunk. So I was extra hungry when I came in. So I. You know, the, I ate a small plate during actual Thanksgiving yeah. dinner time, but then I had my platter yeah. for the three in the morning vibe. See, all these, that shit was all, all, these, all that. All, all these plates are small now. But, <laughs> yeah, like I had a little bit of that shit when um, Thursday night, early Friday morning, yeah. and then I woke up later Friday, had a little bit of it. It was cool. Yesterday, I had like the last little bit of it yesterday afternoon. Well, yeah. no, yesterday night when I came home from work. And then today, I'm just like, Throwing the rest of that out, yeah. Like we can't keep doing this, you know. What I mean? And that I, it's crazy. People really run Thanksgiving food for like a week. I can't do it. Like they run it for a week. Yeah, I can't do it. A I good week. I got forty eight hours, man. I got seventy two. I'm doing forty eight and it's over, man. I was I was eating Honey Grow on Saturday. I had sushi today. Honey Grow had the motherfucking uh, they got the uh, Italian sausage and peppers, John, uh, special edition. I had the Obviously, swap out the peppers of the sausage for uh, chicken, but shit was crazy. You got have, the fresh mozzarella. What, how, the whole what honey grow did you go to? City line. Have, have you noticed the? Uh, it's very dark in there now. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you noticed that? It's, it's midnight at yeah. all times in that. Oh, it's crazy in that. I, I mean, for a while, I was I, I had I, I stopped going there because it was a little too dark in there, and you know, niggas overcooked their food. It is what it is. Like, Listen, I I got honey grow maybe about I say two weeks ago, and that's exactly how I felt. I'm like. This shit ain't, ain't granted, now, granted, I, haven't, like I haven't had it in six, seven months. Yeah. But like this, this shit ain't supposed to be cooked like these noodles is rough. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little abrasive. <laughs> like, no, don't fry mine hard, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they think everybody want everything fried yeah. hard. No, man. Cook my shit. What's the sh- what do the chef recommend? The chef that created the shit. What do he recommend? I went to breakfast spot on 22nd Allegheny. Shorty was like, let me get three pancakes, cook them hard. My like, God damn! What like, type of rough ass life like, you gotta have to be eating? What I said to myself, I'm like, God, you must, damn! Not, but not with the crispy edges. Cook my shit hard. She said, cook them hard. Like what? She ain't said cook them up. She said, cook them well. I'm just like, they pancakes. <laughs> like, what, what, what you want to do? They pancakes. Black people be thinking that they gonna kill all the germs with the cook them hard and fry hard and all that bullshit. No, you killing your intestines. Your body is not meant to digest all that hard ass food. I remember, we ain't supposed to eat majority of this shit anyway. Then you cooking it extra hard on top of that. I remember we used to go to Falones. This was way back in the day when Falones actually mattered and shit. <laughs> we used to go there. And my man used to get bacon cheeseburgers and he would tell them. Like, yo, make the bacon, like, fry, like, cook that shit hard. And they, like, cook it. And he was like, yo, this shit not hard. Like, and he got to where he would go in there and be like, yo, put the bacon in a deep fryer. And I'd be like, damn. Deep fried bacon? Yeah. So you just go and motherfucking call the cardiac arrest collect <laughs> at 19. Crazy, I get deep fried my motherfucking bacon. Real talk. Yeah, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I go to a motherfucking restaurant I get a steak or something like that Which I shouldn't be eating I'm trying to wean off the red meat I quit red meat every month And I just end up back on the shit But it's just like yo They be, I be, like, they be like yo How you want to cook What does the chef recommend And then I'm going to go from there Like what does the chef in, Like when he made this shit up What did he intend for the dish to be cooked at Alright cool I want my Alright let me get Hey there Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster Oh you mean like when you discover a new track That just speaks to you Yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? 
Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. My shit a little bit more charred than that, and I'm good. Like, but all the well done, this and extra well done. Fuck no, man. You eating, you eating one of these, Jones. You eating the motherfucking uh, the 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 mic. Uh, I got a homie setup. that eats steaks well done, and it's the craziest. Like, like well done. Like, you guys seen carving a steak? It niggas looks like fucking uh Carly Rae. Like he's just shaking the fucking table when he's cutting the stage. This shit is crazy. It's like, yo, that's not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a, a vicious rare boy. No, but I ain't rare boy at all. I'm like a medium medium boy. On that, that steak chart, give me give me three point four. Uh you know, it's like one through five. Give yeah. me give me three point four, three point six. We alright. Right. Once you go into four point four and four eight, nah, we tripping. You might as well know? eat a hockey puck. Exactly. Same shit. Funniest shit ever. We went to AC one time. Ryan Ross. Ra is vicious, medium, well ball. Um, Ra will eat his shit medium. Yeah. Ross is vicious, well done ball. And they ordered two different cuts of steak and they fucked up. Flip flopped them. Like they bought Ra his joint, <laughs> well done, and bought him his joint. <laughs> the look of disgust on in both, both of their faces <laughs> was, was priceless because they was pissed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that shit is a big deal to motherfuckers. No, man. it's definitely a big fucking deal. Yeah, hopefully man. everybody had a, a good Thanksgiving, man. Um, yeah. We didn't have too much silliness in the city. Um, I don't think anybody died on Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. Don't please, <laughs> please don't quote me. Kensington is still in Philadelphia. Y'all can get beside yourselves. Um, yeah, but my Thanksgiving was cool. Um, was off Thursday, Friday. Worked yesterday. Okay. Um, was off the day. Went to the mall today. Um, I went to the mall yesterday. You want to talk about a nightmare experience? I was actually working yesterday, and I went into Boscos. I actually documented it on uh, <laughs> Instagram. It, it, I, let's do this real quick. I have anxiety now. I know I do. Because I, I get around too many people and I dead ass get flustered. Get nervous. Like I, I, I get flustered and I don't know I don't know. Do you do you do you know how to how to like curve that or or like I don't know. It, it's weird as shit, but it's just like I go out and I go into these fucking places and it's just it's too many moving people. Too many moving parts. Too many people loud as shit. Too, like, niggas is screaming and hollering. It's always somebody arguing. They was arguing today in a pizza joint in a, in a Springfield mall. It's just, it's just like, it's too much of this shit going on all the time. And then, I, do people walk up to you from, like, the social media shit? Yes. I still don't know how to Somebody walked up on me in... Uh it, one of our uh, female listeners, she do, she always reposts all our shit on mm-hmm. Twitter. Walked up on me in uh in the shop right. What is that? is that? What's what's that pin rule? Shop right or shop right? Shop right. Soon as I walked in that jaw, strolled right up on me. 
Hey, what's up, Chad? Blah, 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 blah. I listen to podcasts. I always read. I'm like, oh, shit, what's up? But I was scared to death. Yo, like, listen. I, I, <laughs> I thought I, it was over, yo. I, I, I don't, was like, yo, they, what, what, uh, what, what Quavo said, got to send a thought. That's the only way to plot. I thought no. it was over. When I so tell they're going to kill me right now. <laughs> shot right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it happened to me four times over the last 24 hours. That's crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. Chick in the supermarket. You just couldn't like, script it. I'm coming out right now. Matt makes me sick. What's up? And I'm like, all right now. <laughs> you know, I'm that. Where do we go from here? All right now. <laughs> we in Whole Foods yesterday. I'm in Whole Foods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit was so funny because I'm in there looking for scumbag like treats, yeah. like shit I can have that ain't crazy overloaded with sugar. And they'll every now and then have like some vegan cookies or some sugar free, you know, like just some shit. Yeah. And I'm looking, you know, I'm niggas, I'm trying shit, biting shit, I ain't supposed to be eating whatever. I'm there. We, I'm paying. We paying for shit to get to like bounce. Yeah. Chick came walking up like over my shoulder, like, yeah, I just finished watching your uh, story on Instagram, and I'm like, this is odd. I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like, I'm on some straight Talladega night shit, and she like, yeah, I, it, and it's so awkward for me that I just was like, what's your ad name? And she told me ad name. And I was like, look, I, I just followed you. Like that's to get you out. Yeah, because like, I, I get out of this. Because I don't yeah, know what to do. A panic to get out. Yeah, I don't know what to do in this situation. You know what I'm saying? So, and then she was like, "Yeah, I seen you. You you doing real good with the weight loss, and you know, I seen you say you had to change up everything you eat and all that. That's why I thought it was kind of odd you was over there eating a cookie. I'm like, how long have you been watching me in this motherfucker? I'm <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining my own no, that joint sugar free because they got the vegan. Now cookie. you got to explain yourself because yeah. she people watching your motherfucking ass and you just trying to yeah. enjoy a vegan cookie. Yeah, she's like, I thought it was kind of odd to see you over there eating a cookie. I'm like, oh no no no, that joint's vegan. There's supposed to be no sugar in that. I don't know. I was like, it was nasty. Though. I didn't even eat the whole <laughs> You got to be like, don't make it weird, dude. <laughs> don't yeah. make it weird. I'm awkward as shit. I seen like <laughs> an old friend from around the way today, like in Macy's and shit. Like I was in the polo section in Macy's, like getting shit to go try on with yeah. him. And he walked up and it just, what's up with you? What's up with you? Ain't shit, ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? How you? Yeah, family good. Yeah, kids good. Yeah. Go away now. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go try this. This <laughs> shit. You know what I'm talking no, about, right? I, I I know I'm not the only one that do this, so I'm a, I'm a cop to it. I flat out like avoid people. I'll hide. If I see if I if spoke I see the scene you, and see you, if I see you before you see me, I'm hiding yeah. or escaping. If you saw like a middle school friend mm. or elementary school somebody with a long strap with, I'm hiding. Listen. I don't want to talk about Andrew Hamilton fucking ward stories and mm -hmm. shit from seventh grade. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. No, remember that time we was in the schoolyard and then you smacked the uh, nigga and then the nigga was it, like, yo, it, you should, I, need, I need to get my hit back. And I was like, yo, let me get the hit uh, back for you. And if, then we was about to rumble. If that I, was crazy. If I, if I spot you, like peep the scene. I'm not even exaggerating. I will get on my stomach and army crawl out of whatever section <laughs> we're in. Like I, I can't, I can't do it. And it, it, it just fucks with me more and more every day because I'm like, damn, like I'm really awkward as shit when it comes to dealing yeah. with people. So yesterday I go into Bosco. It's like I got a, I had an hour long break. I was there early as shit because expressway was wide open and shit. So I'm just like, yo, whatever. I'm gonna go in here and like look around. It allegedly have a big and tall section. I'm like, I go find a shirt or something in this motherfucker. Like. Yeah, I was in there like six minutes, and it was just like <laughs> record time. I can't do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> People see you and yourself. Hey, hey, can I ask you a question? You you know what time the ninety five stopped running? I'm like, man, if you don't get the fuck out, <laughs> that's what I want to say. 
Like I'm dead ass over here Looking through shit Motherfuckers coming up Saying little shit Then the chick Oh what up Matt Make me sick Damn yeah it's crazy I see you in Boscos Cause you always be posting I'm like I gotta go Shit <laughs> 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 ain't it like, This ain't it chief This, this ain't this, Like yo I just spoke to chief and, <laughs> This and, and, ain't and, it And the shit that happened In Whole Foods yesterday Is a perfect example Of what I'm talking about <laughs> It's like I've created such a Like a I guess the transparency of who I am yeah. comes through social media to where it's like, Shorty really said that yesterday. Yeah, I thought it was kind of crazy to see you eating a cookie. And I'm like, oh my God. You've gotten <laughs> way too comfortable, way too fast. And, and, and it's just like that. It, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I got to go. And... I'm I'm the like before I would always be like yeah you know anything going on you know whatever I show up whatever now it's like yo you should come through to the uh you know I'm having a, a fight party or I'm having a everybody coming over for the game who's coming That's, I need a that, list I'm that I'm that boy who I need are an itemized here? list Oh you know you know Kev coming from the job and, and Greg gonna show up you know what I'm saying and uh you know T he probably bring his wife who's his wife Show it to me on Facebook. Like, <laughs> I'm that boy. Like, I, I, I just don't want to be in an uncomfortable yeah. situation. And when I go out in the public, a lot of them just be like. I mean, I'm at a point in my life, and I just talking to my, my mom about this on Thanksgiving. I'm just like, yo, I'm at a point in my life where I have so I have sensory overload from too much human interaction. So I avoid any additional human interaction that I don't have to have. Like I'll look for some shit on the Internet for two hours before I call and have to talk to somebody about whatever the fuck my issue is. Like once I found that I could make fucking payment plans on Sprint online. I stop calling. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not calling no more. I'm getting online. I'm going to find Wi-Fi somewhere. I'm going to get fucking online. I'm going to make my fucking payment plan. And because I don't want to talk to people. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody about anything that I don't have to yeah. because I have so many just pointless, stupid-ass phone calls on a day-to-day basis for shit that, like, could be text. Like, I have a friend of mine that do parties with me, and he's notorious as, like, he will he just he got a call. Like, whatever it is, he just got a call. And I just be staring at the phone like, I'm going to drive to Trenton and Yo, punch you in the motherfucking you, face. You know we all bet on football. Me, Rob, a bunch of motherfuckers down the park. So they have, like, a group chat now with all the, the put the lines in there yeah. and all the shit. And one of the motherfuckers we be with, he's a little older, so he don't understand texting. He's a vicious call you for every yeah, yeah, little yeah. thing. And it just... He'd he be like, yeah, I call you. I don't answer the phone. He'd be like, dog, we, we working, and it's 2018. <laughs> right. We so multitasking. We don't, yeah. don't want to talk on the phone to begin with, and he yeah. don't get the shit. Like, he'd be like, y'all would just text, 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 and it's like, yeah, dog, shoot a text. I get to it when I get to it, and I respond to it. I ain't got to, like, yeah. he calls me yesterday. I swear to God. He called me yesterday, and I was like, I was on the couch. I was home. I'm like, you know what? Let me answer this shit. Hello? Yeah, what's going on with you, man? I'm like, ain't none. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I'm chilling, you know, at the crib, whatever. He's like, yeah, what's, you, you, you ain't bet last Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I was, you, you ain't come down. I was like, oh, no, I worked OT last Sunday. So, I, you know, he's like, yeah, what happened? What happened? What's up with you? You ain't even come down last, the Sunday before that? And I'm like, oh, no, I just ain't. I wasn't feeling good. I just took yeah, Sunday my off day. I just took it off yeah. or whatever. He was like, yeah, like, damn, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You, you coming down tomorrow? I'm like, I don't know. It depends if I if I put something in, I'll shoot some money through raw, you know, do it like that. Cause that's what I've been doing when I yeah. don't go down there. And he was like, All right, yeah, you know. Well, shit, you know, um, yeah, I'm here if you need me. And I'm like, 
I look, I, I got to go. <laughs> Like, this conversation is so fucking pointless. It's not even funny. It's a worthless conversation. Yeah. Like, my man called me. I love him to death, man. He's a good person. Like, he work hard, all that shit. We do our events together. He'd be like, yeah, bro. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm going to be on the radio down uh, Maryland on on Wednesday, 10 a.m. I'm just like, dog, you just sent me the flyer saying that you was going to be on the radio Wednesday at 10 a.m. Like, I seen it. We talked about it via yeah. text. Why are you calling me? Like, and it's like, yo, I be trying not to be like a dickhead about the shit but it's it's like I just have too much human interaction as it is people call me all day every day between this phone my work phone all that shit motherfuckers call the work phone and like I'm gonna put this out there on the whole, Fanny Grant has the dumbest customers I ever dealt with in the history of nightlife. I've been working in nightlife for 15 years. In the history of me doing clubs and shit, these are the dumbest motherfuckers okay. I, I, I ever. I've literally reached one where I hate talking on the phone. Like it, it's it's literally it makes like me physically ill. It's like three or four people that I I can actually tolerate yeah. talking to on the phone, and even that, it'd be like. I'd much rather just see you or, yes. you know, I, we <laughs> we could tie notes to pigeons. For like, I, I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't even answer the phone on the bus when they call me. Yeah, I'd be so distracted. Like, I hate it. I, I hate be, talking on I'd the be, phone. The whole thing with the phone shit is, like, I'd be so distracted, like, being on the phone. Like, I can't do shit else because every time I try to do it, then I miss something. Then it's, oh, you're not listening to me. Or, oh, did you hear what I said? Or, yo, what you say? Like, I don't want to have to do that. Just send me a clear, concise message about what it is the fuck you want, and I will get back to you with either I can or I can't or maybe I can do it. Like That's 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 I, that's one thing I definitely miss about Camaro Rob. Like, he was would send me four and five minute voice messages like the text joints yeah and we would con- we would converse like that that's the perfect form of communication right there it, it's the it's literally the perfect it's form of perfect if we gotta talk send me a three and, and me and jules do that shit yeah. he'll send me a three minute fucking voice text yeah. and I'll remember everything he says. Then when I respond to it, it'll be, oh no, yeah, I saw them, uh, I saw the Lebrons, but I ain't fucking with them because like I could probably get them cheaper off of the goat. And uh, yeah, no, the meat Lambo, that shit is crazy. It's just like I yeah, can hit all the little a, points because it's a stream of consciousness. You get to say what you want to say uninterrupted, exactly. and it's not like a bouncing of a back and forth like off of somebody that usually goes nowhere. Like yeah. the whole thing with the phone shit is that it usually goes nowhere. Nowhere, like. Business call, like all of that shit. Like we have a weekly conference call for the club, or whatever, like that on Mondays at one o'clock in the afternoon. I get on, I do my shit, I get off. Every week, without fail, I get another call, singularly from somebody else, reiterating or asking about a point that I covered on the conference call yeah. that we that I thought was crystal clear, and it never the fuck is. So it's just like, yo, the phone shit. It just wears me the fuck. I was like. Please text me. Please send me a voice note. Bombard me with voice notes. Do not pick that motherfucking phone up unless it's dead serious. Like, code red is the phone. All right. I want to get in a couple of these topics. Let's get it. We, we need to get to this. We've been talking a bunch of silliness for the last 40 minutes. Shit's been hilarious, Shit's though. been funny. <laughs> uh, I think the title of this show is Philly Support Philly with a question, question mark. For sure. Um, A lot of support for black acts and black-owned businesses. By, by black Philadelphians elsewhere. Yes. Not here. Unless there's a wave or a trend, like you said earlier or whatever. Yeah. And it it bugs me the fuck out. Um, friend of the show, Clint Coley, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Clint. He um stand-up comedian from Philly, whatever, whatever. Tours all over the world now. You know, tours with yeah. D.L. Hughley's been out there with Bill Bellamy, Chris Rock. Like, he 
all the deaf digital, all deaf digital, Russell Simmons, like he's with he do his thing, you know what I mean? And he had a show here in Philadelphia tonight, and I was ready to go. I was amped to go to it because Clint, my guy, when I was wanting to get on the stage, Clint was like, "Yo, come on!" Had me out there fucking with Bill Bellamy, like it just he. Clint thorough as shit You yeah. know what I'm saying And I met Clint through Rye I almost had to choke him Over some money But that's you know Neither here nor there Water under the bridge Water under the bridge But it's like Clint really is my guy So it's like You know He don't get to come home often Because he's always on the road He lives in yeah. LA Like well LA and ATL Back and forth But it's just like Yeah he don't really get to be here Because he's Working and doing so much So yeah. it's like When Clint actually get to do a show Home He's ecstatic Because it's like Yo I get to come home but then it's some shit like this. So I hit Clint up and I'm like, yo, um, cause I was gonna show up early, you know, come backstage, rat with him and shit. And he was like, damn, you ain't even like, yeah, I canceled the show. And I'm like, what'd you cancel it for? He's like, yeah. the the sales just wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, yo, I'm doing he sent me his whole rundown of how much he's selling in all these different places in fucking Texas, in Atlanta, San Diego, Ohio. The nigga sold out SOBs in New York. He sold out Toronto. He sold out London. But then you come to Philly and it's like you got to cancel a show because it's just not enough tickets sold. And it's just and like this is your home base, your home market. And it, it, it made me like I started we started talking yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, like with the podcast, like. Our biggest base has become the DMV. Yes. And it doesn't make sense being that as though between the two of us is 25,000 social media followers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. most of them are. Phil- I got a lot of followers elsewhere just because yeah. motherfuckers repost all the funny shit. But yeah. it's like we Philly. 80% of our following is, is hashtag Philly Twitter. We, yeah. you know, like I, I got to be in close to the Hall of Fame if, if I'm not in there already. You yeah. know, I know you. You know what I'm saying? Like you literally have to not be you. Yes. On in, Twitter. in order to operate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, and I think of like Philly Instagram. I, Pain gang. If I'm not <laughs> fucking up there. who? So it's just like, why is the DMV now? Like, people who hit me like, yo, when y'all doing a live show, I'll go to their Instagram and it's Maryland. Virginia. Vir- Vir- Chicago. <laughs> and it just be like, I told Clint, we do a live show. We fuck around, have to put on Nike boots and go down there. <laughs> Some Goa Dome. Yeah. <laughs> go the fuck down there. And I don't understand why it's like that. And it's just, it, it, it irritates me because it's like we yeah. scream this Philly support Philly shit. But Philly is like, everybody who's ever been on, me. Beans, Eve, they had to go like elsewhere. Yeah. You know, like. Beans said, sometimes you got to go away to make a comeback, and those that know when they do don't even come back. Like, that's just, that's like a microcosm of just what happens in the city. And it's like, they only want to support people that either have a straight out the mud story that they saw, like, they're grinding. Oh, I remember when he was Dirty Meek and da da da. Like, but even Meek, Meek didn't get the crazy support until it was like, Oh, Meek's about to be the bull. Yeah, it was the T.I. shit and then later the Raw shit that made people fuck with him because Meek was 33rd out of 1,000 on the rapper list. Like, nobody wasn't paying Meek no mind. I was watching the junk <laughs> yesterday when uh, Reed Dollars was going at uh, Joey J. I yeah. mean, uh, What's the cheek raw boy was with D Jones and yeah, all that? Yeah, like yeah. I was watching that and I'm just like, yeah, Reed was really like, yeah, that it was dude. it was Reed and Joey Jahead. Yeah, those were the two. And and then cheek raw and vodka slid up in there. Right. And Meek was like 33rd. Yeah. Like we keeping it a book. And ultimately, it's like, yo, unless you got like a out the mud or we saw your grind story or you just reached to a point where uh, some celebrity of somewhere co-signs you and says this the nigga. Mm-hmm. 
then they not really fucking with it. And it's like people always want to support you when you 97% to your goal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really necessarily need the support now. I'm like, I'm here. I'm with Ross. I'm with Wale. I'm about to sign my deal, my distro deal with Atlantic. Yeah. And like they Kevin, about to open the budget up. And this Kevin Hart said he got booed his first couple times on stage here in Philly. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, they said he had to leave like to go get like applause. He had to go to New York. I think it was New York or Boston. Yeah. But one of them. But yeah, he said he like, he said they threw chicken at him at the show down on South Street. <laughs> He's like, yeah, dog, like they wasn't fucking with Kev, but now Kev can come back and sell out the link. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, he made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just weird watching it happen to the point where it's like you got somebody like him who's <clears throat> very fucking talented. Go like the nigga sold out a show in London. Yes. In London. With the Eurostep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's 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 put this in perspective. You take Mark, you take a like fuck like not fuck London, but like let's let's table London because London's <laughs> an international market. But let's look at New York. Well, not fuck London. Not fuck London, but yeah. like let's look at New York and DC, which are both in the Mid Atlantic corridor of the United States. Right. New Yorkers will go to any fucking thing. Anything. New Yorkers went to tone Trump and friends. Yeah. And Trump is my man. I love him to death. But Come the fuck on. Like, 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 New Yorkers went to Tone Trump and friends at SOBs yeah. and sold the shit out. Like, kill a season on ice would do numbers. <laughs> like, big numbers. <laughs> big numbers. New Yorkers went to Chill Moody Live at SOBs, packed the bitch out. Like, yeah. and important people was there. All the black Twitter motherfuckers, the music industry motherfuckers, they was all in attendance. Mm-hmm. Like, they just go to shit. They just participate in culture. And that's why their scope and their followings are so much bigger than their counterparts of Philadelphia. I'm never getting 20,000 followers on Twitter because the shit that I interact with and go to, the people that's following me don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. But if you officially ice, you can get 75,000 fucking followers because all the motherfuckers in the New York metropolitan area know you from being the music guy and having the folders and being with Joe Button and woo, 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 woo. And that makes you intriguing enough to follow. Yeah. Whereas they'll know me and I'm bringing all the big acts to the fucking city. I'm rocking all the ice. I'm fucking all the bitches. And they still don't care enough to give me a fucking follow on social media. So this is when I knew it was <laughs> weird. I was saying this shit to Clint. <laughs> Not my old page. My old Instagram had like 7,200 followers. Yeah. This John I got now has like 3,400. I have 3,400. Pay attention to this. I have 3,400 followers on Instagram. I had one of my stories one day. Like when I look at who views it, yeah. it said 4.6K views. <laughs> and I was like, how? <laughs> 4,600 minus 300, 3,400. I'm like, that means 1,200 people who don't follow me watched my story. Yes. You're at like 240%, like, in that scenario, you're like 240%, like, of your normal followers. And something as simple as that is Philadelphia in a nutshell. You're entertained, because motherfuckers come to me all day about how funny the story is, all this bullshit. You're entertained enough to let me go see what the fuck, like, look at- watch. But I ain't gonna follow. I ain't following them, boy. Yeah, and that is just how weird it is when it comes to not even just stand up comedy or the podcast. Fuck us for a second. Yeah, anything. Why are concerts not getting sold out in Philadelphia, but selling out everywhere else? Why? That's nuts. Like, let's look at it in the scope of this. Why in June when dope shows did Gunna? Why was it 
still 50 tickets at the box office the day of and everybody's on social media talking about how dope Gunna is. Why is that? Why is there just such a slow drag and just a a a, a apoplectic view to participate? Oh, fuck that. The word of the week is apoplectic. 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 See, but, I didn't even know this shit. So it's like, why, why is it just such a... I like, look that up. Why that is it good. so hard for y'all to participate in shit that you go out of town and participate in? I'll give you a perfect story. We brought Floyd to Philly three different on three different occasions at Vanity Grand. The first of which was like a like a landmark thing, like Floyd Mayweather's coming to Philly. Like it was a big fucking deal. It was another party that night, like at like Bamboo or something, like an all white party. And motherfuckers was really like saying like, oh no, fuck Floyd, I'm going to the white party, this, this, and that. And I'm just saying here, like, yo, this is the same motherfucker. Y'all go out of town and break the door down at rehab. Yeah, y'all ripped the fence y'all down. Y'all ripped the fence down yeah. at rehab to get into one of his parties, but then he come here and it ain't a big deal. There's something inside out in the in the marbles of the average motherfucker that's from here that makes them too cool and just don't want to participate in shit. Like, it confuses the fuck out of me to the point where I've stopped trying to understand it. When I, I'll tell y'all a little secret. When I put my parties together for Vanity Grant, I don't give a fuck if anybody from Philly comes because I'm so entrenched in these other markets and knowing who can move bodies and pull people from these other markets that Philly's showing up at 1.30, 2 o'clock, 2.30. It is what it is. That's why I can't throw parties no more at a... In the two club because y'all coming at one thirty whether the club closed at two or if it closed at four yeah. I might as well be at the club that closed at four and get more of you stupid motherfuckers in here yeah. because y'all just can't seem to show up at a respectable hour so I, when I craft my when I put my events together I'm basing it off of who do I got in Maryland who do I got in Delaware and what parts of Delaware that can move bodies up here whose birthday is coming up in in Newark that's going to bring 60 people down here to Philly and all of that shit creates a groundswell and drives the traffic to where we have a, a dumbass act like Cuban doll and we still can do 500 people when nobody gives a shit about fucking Cuban doll. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's a fucking moron and she's uninteresting. But because we put the groundwork into you know, figure out the things that draw traffic. We still do that event and successful and make money. I tell you when I noticed it and just how weird like the shit is with when it when it comes to dealing with some of the people, man. When you you mentioned the, the pain gang and shit, you know what I'm saying? When when we rented all the cars and all that crazy shit, they called y'all every name in the book. Every yo. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers who fuck with me was literally screenshotting and sending me so many little nasty little tweets, Instagram posts. This is before IG story. Yeah. That would have been a mess. But it's just, and me, I was laughing. Like it was, it was more so like funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. But motherfuckers was like perturbed. You know, you you un- pissed. I, pissed. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers were just because they called us all the names in the book, and then the next eight. Seasons of the whole weekend. Every time, that's all the fuck it's it is mandatory. now. Like and niggas don't, ha- niggas will go to Miami for that particular weekend or just in general and won't have a room, but they'll have a motherfucking car. Mm-hmm. We gonna hotel tonight, the room, but I'm getting a motherfucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm reserving this motherfucking car. And motherfuckers called us every little name you could say, all this old extra shit, whatever, whatever. And we was having fun, minding our fucking yeah. business. Motherfuckers was coming up to us from everywhere: South Carolina, Pittsburgh. Me and Los was walking down Ocean Drive. We had parked all the cars at Wet Willie's. We was walking down to meet the rest of them. They was at, it's called Ocean 10 or whatever the fuck it is yeah. down. We was walking, like, fucking, we ain't gonna move the cars. We walking down. 
Motherfuckers was walking up like, yo, I've been seeing y'all last couple days. Y'all fucking it up, dog. Like, I fucks with that, you know? Bunch of niggas in black walked up on me yeah. like, yo, dog, we from Oakland. We just, we respect it, you know? Y'all out here fucking it up. Lowe's like, who was them? I'm like, I think it was Huey Newton. <laughs> <laughs> the black family. I don't fucking know. But motherfuckers from everywhere, Oakland, St. Louis, was just, yo, y'all. Giving it up. Y'all, y'all on some shit, you know what I mean? Like, I fucks with it, you know? And it was just, you turn around, fuck out of it. Like, fuck, you think, and it's just like, no, nah, it really wasn't even that. We yeah. was, blame Marty. God forbid you, know what I'm saying? you enjoy yourself. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing having a good time doing some shit that I can't do? You having fun? Fuck you. What the fuck is wrong with you? You having you out here having a good time? Dog. You not worried about what we doing? We had wet willies drinking motherfucking slushies all day. And what? falling off scooters. <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Yo, because you know what it was? You shifted the culture. And I, but this is the thing, I swear to God. At least for it, me, it wasn't. For, it wasn't I with was, the intention. I, 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 you know, goddamn well. I'm but that's what that. y'all did. Miami went from a rent a bike, rent a scooter culture to if you're not pulling up in a foreign, you want some bullshit. And y'all are in part responsible for that, and y'all got to wear that. But even if it wasn't the intention, sometimes just cultural shifts just kind of happen by happenstance. Yeah, Jordan like, was just dunking. He was just dunking. Yeah. Like when Jay Z fucking started fucking with Reebok, like he shifted the culture. Nobody didn't give a fuck about Reebok at that point. Well, AI. Well, yeah, but he was, that was literally a, the lone product yeah. line out of all this shit. That's a multinational company. I but, get it. But you know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes culture shifts just happen by chance or Kanye, whatever like Kanye that. in the backpack. I get it. It is what it is. So it's like in that scenario, people. No, Nas said it best People fear what they don't understand Hate what they don't understand And fear what they can't conquer So when they first mm. looking at it It's like What is this Like what Y'all think y'all better than us Y'all shitting on us Because Philly for, Philly people first thing is Oh you trying to play me I got a homie like that <laughs> I got a homie like that I love lying. this nigga to death Right you ain't lying. I love him to death That's like my brother Like I love him to death But he's a hothead And we always get into it Because when shit don't go his way His first thing is Oh you trying to play me like so, it it goes to ten immediately. Yeah. So the average Philly person, the whole thing is, oh, they trying to play, they trying to shit on us. Who the fuck they think they is? And da, 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 da. and then that message spreads from from this person to this person, and then now you got a group of motherfuckers that's angry and bitter and miserable, and it's the bitter everybody brigade. And then it's the oh, we, then we gonna take brigade. it to social media, and then when oh these motherfuckers and da da da, and they talking about it at the at the beauty salons and this that, and who these niggas think they is, and woo woo woo, and it takes a strong-minded person to hear all of that and break through it and be like, man, y'all on some nut shit. Them niggas killing that shit. It takes a strong-minded person to stand up in a room full of naysayers and have their own opinion, yeah. which is why social media bullying and the nut shit that go on social media is so prevalent because very people don't feel comfortable enough in who they are to stand up for what they really, really believe in yeah. and be like, what? No, that's not nut shit. Y'all on some nut shit. Yeah. Like, if I sat around and talked about all the shit that people from Philly do, because I can't talk about New York and D.C. I don't live there. I can talk about my home market, though. Mm. If I talked about the nut shit that people from Philadelphia really get into, they would be shooting at me every week. Yeah. Because it's unlimited amounts of shit to name <laughs> yeah, that y'all get into. It's endless. It's endless. <laughs> it is endless. You ain't lying about that. It's endless. But that, that, that moment, though, just, it, like... I, I remember that and I was saying that to Clinton like I, I remember just how like in my mind it was like you never got a chance to drive a Maserati yeah, you got the money rent one 
It was like, all right. And really, it was Marty that sparked the whole shit. But it was like, all right. Marty, like, I'm renting a Ferrari, so I don't give a fuck what y'all do. I was like, I'm renting a Maserati. If he like, shit, I'm getting a Bentley. And then yeah. it just turned into a thing. And for me, it was like, yo, this joint is fast, and this, this shit is fun. And then it's like, I'm taking a Roddy, the Maserati. Oh, shit, I'm taking a Bentley. It was yeah. just, it became a thing. Yeah. And for me, it was just really just, yo, we having fun. It's a vacation. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of you niggas, but I work hard as fuck. Right. So it's like I got a vacation time, whatever. And to to see all of the the little weird shit that went on behind the scenes, and it was just like, all right, whatever. Came back, I bought a new truck like two weeks later, and then I was back in Miami like a month later with Lee and renting, yeah, rented Aston Martin. It was just like whatever. Like I'm going down again. Fuck it. And what killed me was the very next year I was like, I because motherfuckers like, yo, we going down, we and I'm just like. I done it. Yeah. I was really like I'm. We did it already. I don't. Yeah. The fuck. I but I watched social media. Motherfuckers had foreigns everywhere, and yeah. I was just like, "Wait, so it's 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 cool now? It's cool now? Yeah. Fast forward a year later, it's cool damn. Now. It's cool now. That's what's up. And I was literally like, I remember robbing him had the the drop uh, Lambo, Lambo and all. Lambo and the Ferrari. I was like, yo, y'all, Jesus Christ, we ain't, we ain't even have a drop right. Lambo. <laughs> I was just like, God damn, like y'all killing it. And it yeah. was just like, I didn't see the outpouring of <laughs> negative emotion. Behind, you yeah. know what I'm saying behind that? Because you know what it is with Philly people. Like you say all the time, Philly people got picks, and it depends on who you is if they liking it or not. Yeah. Like because when you not in they inner circle and they don't know you and they can't pinpoint what you doing to get your money or this that, and the third or they trying to count your bread and <laughs> and and they calculations is off and it's fucking with them, then it's then the hate come out. But when they like you. When you Camaro Rob, when you run two and five, it's like y'all fucking that shit up, and it's nine hundred likes on the ground. Motherfuckers was going berserk, <laughs> like oh they gonna be broke when they come back, and I'm like I get paid Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> I get paid every week, I mean, handsomely. I'll be all right. Shit was crazy. I remember we I had a post like that the night we came back. We all went to Copas because we came back Monday. Yeah, and Mo, Mo, Copas and Monday, we was at Copas. Me, Feet, Ian, loads of we all was in a picture together, and I posted it like. The nerve of us out spending money, knowing damn well we supposed to be home crying, bro. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, it was like funny to me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I watched just like that, and I was telling Clint like it's not shocking because it's just I don't know why we got like this, like just the 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 fibers of the spirit just be nasty and corroded towards anything yeah. unless you actually break through then it's oh shit you made it we fucks with you why don't you come back and bring some coats right <laughs> that, that's the way Philly act with you it's nuts I'm talking about basket Lynn Greer lived down the street from me motherfuckers dead ass probably don't even know that that Lynn Greer from Penrose yeah Lynn Greer played in the A but it's like you he not a Philly you know what right. I'm saying it's crazy. Why not jumping out on corners with y'all, and he not standing on the bar here, there, this and that. So he not a quote unquote Philly. It's motherfucker. crazy the Same way. Same thing with like an Alvin Williams. Alvin Williams rich as a motherfucker. Yeah. Got every car, every watch. You know what I'm saying smart investment. Still got his paper. He can walk into wherever. Ain't nobody gonna know who the fuck he is. Real shit. Play, it, had a whole ten year NBA career. But it's just while watching the the the, the grind up because I was talk, telling him about the whole podcast thing, and it's yeah. like motherfuckers who work with me. They, do you know where I work? Do you? Do I know where you yeah. work? Yeah. You, you've seen the building. Yeah, I've been there. I work on 27th and Allegheny, yeah. North Philly. I've been there several times. This shit is in the heart of North Philadelphia. Yeah. Muff, this is how Philadelphians act. This is how motherfuckers, motherfuckers see me. 
Yo, what's up with you, cuz? Damn, you looking good, boy. You, I see you. You really, you slimming down and shit. How the podcast going? You know what I'm saying? How that shit rolling? I'm like, oh man, it's cool. You know, we just got back to it. Got some sponsorships rolling in, so it's straight. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm gonna check that joint out one day, nigga. Why the <laughs> fuck did you just ask me that? But that's how Philly motherfuckers act. Know what you doing. Know where you at. Know what you got going on. I'm I'm going to support that shit one day. But not participate. Niggas <laughs> say that. Then we're so, how the podcast go? We're so, I'm going to check that joint out one day. We're so cool with being non-participatory. It's like, all right, like, all right. so I talked about New York. They went to Tone Trump and Friends with the Chill Mooney and Friends. Holy shit. Let's talk about D.C. In D.C., Wayne and Tony... For those of you that are familiar with DC Nightlife, literally two young black guys, my me and Matt's age, young black motherfuckers, have five weekly events going on to the point where now they own St. Saint, Saint, Saint Yves, they have a ramen bar opening up soon, fucking Wayne is doing Malibu real estate and shit like that off of nightclub money mm-hmm. because... DC motherfuckers have disposable income. They have good ass jobs. All of them, the black folks down there, is really black Hollywood. They doctors, they lawyers, they government officials, they this, that, and the third, and they have disposable income and they spend bread. And they come out and participate to the cool shit that is going on. I used when I used to fucking have or I had like different events and shit that I would try to do and conceptual shit like that, and it would go over people's heads all the time. I remember doing like some artwork shit around the time when the weekend was first started. Starting to blow up And I did like Some artwork shit That was around Like one of his album covers And niggas was like Man this freaky ass flyer Like I can't get with it Because they couldn't Make the connection Because it wasn't What they was on You talked about The art shit earlier With, uh, yeah, what it like, with my yeah. man Al <laughs> So So we're getting that also But it's like Yo But in these other markets The same shit That I'm doing here That don't work The shit not only work You get rich my homies that live in Miami, my man Javier, that nigga's rich as fuck. Not to put him on blast, but like, that motherfucker's filthy rich, dog. That nigga live in a fucking penthouse, like, in a, a, a nice district of Miami. He owns a luxury car dealership. He owns his own nightclub. He works for the group that own fucking Story and Live. Like, this motherfucker's filthy rich. He's me and Matt's age. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it lets you know that it's possible, but it ain't possible here. Like and it just kind of is what it is. Like and, that, and that's what I was going to go into. Like hearing him say, like, I think I'm just done with Philly, at least for right now. Yeah. And it's just like, damn. Like you know, and and it, yeah, I was on the tip. Like, well, you know, I'll go to because you think I've seen him on stage in Chicago. I've right. seen like, it, it, it is crazy. Like he not lying. Like I saw the re. I've seen him on stage in fucking Arizona. Like opening up for Bill Bellamy. Like. Fucked it around I mean like Destroyed Niggas sold out All his DVDs Cause you know They make money Off yeah. that shit The merch and all Of that shit After the show yeah. Fucked it around And it's just like It ain't that In Philly I've yeah. seen him in Philly It just And it That 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 response From the crowd Was just like I, I remember Coming into The Improv In No the improv Was in Tempe Um Downtown Phoenix was I forgot the name of the joint though that was the Bill Bellamy yeah. show, and I walked into the because I've been in comedy clubs like Helium, you know shit like World Cafe Live, whatever, whatever. They're not huge, you know, like like uh, how Battle motherfuckers got the yeah. big stage, small stage, yeah. and all that shit. They're not huge. When I came into the room at, I can't remember the name of it. Downtown Phoenix. I was like, oh, this joint huge, and I'm like, yeah, I hope this shit yo. It it was motherfuckers standing up in the in the room. Like right. every seat in that motherfucker was taken. 
And I was just like, oh, this is how the comedy clubs make money. And they're like, you get everybody in here and there's two drink minimums and motherfuckers ordering food mm-hmm. and all that. Like, okay, I see how it go now. But it was just, it was just, it was fucking packed. Yeah. The Laugh Factory in Chicago, motherfuckers was on the second John, the, yeah. the East Side High balcony. <laughs> like, it was up there. Yeah. And it's just, it don't be like that here unless it's yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah, like my man, uh, my man. Unless it's, Me- Meek didn't even sell out the, the arena. And it's just like eleven thousand tickets last go round. Like why? Like like how? Yeah. How do he's, he's the biggest shit we got? How? And it's like oh no, I ain't really, really. like you. <laughs> Meek got fifteen million followers on Instagram. Yeah. Like he can't put sixteen thousand people in an arena in his home. Meek got more followers on Instagram than Puff Daddy. Yes. How the fuck does do, do you do, like like what? It's crazy because motherfuckers will watch you. But they won't participate. Like my man, I was talking. We were talking about this shit earlier. My man, uh, Albasir Holly, um, he famous. He's getting famous artists or whatever like that. He's painted the bodies of Bria Miles. Uh, uh, what's Eddie Murphy ex wife name? Nicole Murphy. Nicole Murphy. Like big famous important people. He has six billionaires that have his art. Tommy Hill figure, yes, Tommy not Tommy Hill from Ram Squad that got smoked. Tommy Hill figure, the billionaire fashion designer, basically American royalty, is his biggest benefactor. He has like unlimited like pieces of his art and shit like mm-hmm. that. And keep in mind, just to frame this, his daughter Ali does art. He has more of Alicera shit than of his own daughter shit. He was talking about, yeah, doing, you know, our show here in Philly and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, bro, he's like, honestly, I'm going to keep it real with you. When I do that shit, it's just going to be more like a like a party and a show off moment. Everybody come out and look at this, this. And they said, because I know ain't nobody buying no motherfucking art. I know ain't nobody spending no paper with me. He said, I'm barely going to be able to charge these motherfuckers to come into the fucking art exhibit, let alone expect them to buy some art. He said, but. You know, I go to motherfucking Miami and I done done Art Basel four years in a row and every year my show gets bigger. I just did a collaboration jewelry piece with Jason of Beverly Hills, one of the three biggest fucking jewelers Mm -hmm. in the country. And all of my shit sold out on pre-order, but I come home and ain't nobody going to buy a small canvas for $4,500. What's wrong with this picture here? He like, so I'm going to be damn near having to like give away just admission to the fucking art gallery just to make everybody feel all inclusive because they not going to spend no paper with me. It's really like a waste. Mm. And he's showing me orders of six figures, people ordering art and shit like that. Like Rita Ora is putting his shit out there and this and that. And he getting motherfucking $5,000 to paint a bag and $3,000 to do some shoes and all this crazy shit and doing these art installations and all this cool shit and really making a lot of bread doing art. And he going to come home and going to be struggling with motherfuckers to pay $20 to come to an art exhibit. And his shit was just in all the W hotels in New York for six months. What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, when I found out about the shit in the W Hotels, I was just like, damn. In the lobbies, in the penthouses. Like, that's crazy. For six months of 2018. You get what I'm saying? Like, my man really running a bag up. And for those who don't know who he is, Bubonic from Philly's Most Wanted. He always did art his whole life. He basically, you know, shelved it or whatever to, you know, to do music and all that. And wrote for Eve and wrote for Foxy Brown and all these different people. And, you know, had the Philly's Most Wanted album with the Neptunes and all that shit. Five different record deals and all that shit. Lived in London, lived in Atlanta, lived in LA, and he just picked his art shit back up about six, six, seven years ago. And now he's literally like a art fucking sensation, and he about to do Art Basel again. And it's like, yo, he gonna come home and do a motherfucking show, and nobody's not gonna care, or they are gonna care, but they gonna all want to get in free, and they not gonna spend no paper with him.
crazy. Philly is crazy, man. It's like, a different place, man. It's unlike anywhere else in the world. And I, I don't like the notion. Like, somebody had hit me and was like, yo, I love your podcast. I'm from the Bronx. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I, I his family is from here, but he's lived up there since his, like, teenage years okay. or whatever. But he was like, yeah, my whole family is originally from Philly. And he was like, they be talking like, yo, like... I gotta get out of here Like did it And he be like Yo come up here Like whatever whatever And he was telling me Like you know Me my all my homies up here We all fuck with the podcast Like if y'all do a live John in the New York area We there He's like if y'all Do a John Philly We might even slide down there It's right. random motherfucker My age yeah. Just from the Bronx Telling me this right. shit And he was like On the same type time Like it sucks that motherfuckers be like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of Philly to be successful. But he was like, yo, real shit. You and Chad, as funny as y'all is, if y'all was from New York, like New York, you're we be making We be making half a million dollars a year. And he, not even that. He was just like <laughs> the, the, the reach. Yeah, it, it like just, it the, changes. The, the reach goes so much further. Yeah, because shit. you got 11 million people just in the city. Fuck the metropolitan area. You got 11 million motherfuckers just in the city. And New Yorkers, again, they come to everything and they support one another. Now, it'd be certain instances where shit go left and all that because now they got the gang shit going on and certain and all that. That's, like, different, whatever. But for the most part, like, New York, New Yorkers get behind one another when they doing something positive. Yeah. We've seen it time and time again. New Yorkers tried to force like a bunch of bullshit rappers on us, yeah. but the, because the city was behind it, how many bullshit rappers DJ Self tried to force yeah, down our fucking throat really. in the last four years? Real shit. <laughs> you just brought up the gang culture. Can we talk about Six Nine? Oh man. Um, can we? We're going to refer to him as uh, as Danny for now on. He's no longer Six Nine. He's Daniel Hernandez. So we're going to refer to him as Danny throughout a, this what, whole what segment. A, what a difference a week makes, man! Like what a difference some hours make because we came and recorded the show and then the story broke Monday morning. Yeah. We was done here at eleven thirty Monday morning. The story broke that him, Shoddy, fucking Mel Matrix from the Diplomats. Where the fuck yeah. did they find him at? In a in. Two other motherfuckers all got picked up by the feds on a fucking RICO charge. Real shit. Like, so let's let's really fully examine this and talk about what a RICO is. A RICO charge is basically running and continuing a criminal organization. So basically what that means is me, you, Taylor, Justin, and Joe. We call ourselves the the the, the wildfire boys, whatever like that. You sell dope, I sell weed, he runs guns, Justin fucking does arson, this, this, and that. We all do different shit, but we all are friends. We all grew up with one another. We all from the same neighborhood. If at any time the activity that you, me, him, Joe, or Justin is doing gets on the radar of the feds, they're going to start looking at it and say, hmm, who does he hang with? Who are his people of influence? Who does he talk to the most? Mm -hmm. Who does he call on the phone the most? And they're going to compile all of that data and look at the however many 5, 10, 15 people you talk to the most, and they're going to find out if there's anything that you got going on or I got going on that they can tie into what he got going on, even though they're all independent of one another and tie the shit together and make it what's called a racket mm -hmm. and basically make it seem like the combination of all of us together is doing harm to the fucking community and in various ways and now whatever you got charged with I get charged with whatever he got charged with Joe get charged with whatever Justin got charged with we all got charged with so now that's how you get simple shit to where it's like a shooting here sold a little dope here beat this motherfucker up did this and that when you tie it all together and make it a racket it's damn near impossible to I beat was, it I was at my Thanksgiving situation the other day and I was talking to my stepbrother's son he's 
18, 19, yeah. first year of college, okay. whatever. He's home first break or whatever. And he was like, yeah, we was talking about 6 9 And he was just like, yeah, man, like, I I don't know. Like, I mean, you, you think you could get out of this, John? And I'm like, nigga, this is a Rico. It's and a I'm Rico. A, and I'm, I'm telling him, I'm like, I don't, I don't, are you doing anything with law or whatever? Like, you, like, <laughs> you know, and not, not trying to play, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, or, just asking questions. Because he, he, like, a good kid. So it's like, I don't know if you really just understand or not know. This but is it's severe. like, the Rico shit started with Giuliani with when he mob. was trying to take down the mob. Yes. He was trying to take down the head of the five families and shit. So it's just like, yeah, when he had Paulie Castellano and Fats, Fat Anthony and all of them motherfuckers, like, they didn't beat. You don't beat Rico. Like, beat Rico. The, the shit is just, once that shit is, comes out, it's like, basically, you're the head of a crime syndicate. Yes. And now, it's not like 80, what was it, 87? When yeah. he took, <laughs> took on the mob, where they're... They had extensive wiretaps and all that shit, but that was it. There wasn't a social media. There wasn't a blatant. You're you're on social media, ordering hits essentially. Yes. yes. You're filming robberies. Yes. And post like you, you had a shooting at the Barclays Center. You're drawing. You're drawing. <laughs> you had a shooting at the Barclays and Center. I was explaining to him, I'm like, when when the feds don't come just on, like, the feds ain't you getting locked up by your city cops, and they be like, yeah, so uh, you want to explain to us what happened? When the feds no, come, they know. it's a book. Yeah, this they is, know. This is yeah. the, this all the shit that you did, bro. You want to take a look at it? We'll, yeah. we'll come back. You want a tuna sandwich? We'll come back. And Essentially, the, my, my, I told you, my man, he went to yeah. the feds. He did four years and shit. And he was, like, on the tip, like, yo, they, like, they had... The white bitch, they had the boy, other boy, they all was telling. And they basically yeah. came to him like, You're what do you want to do? Yeah. Do you want to tell or yeah, you want to waste the court's money and the court's time or you want to plead to what the fuck you did? And he was like, I ain't telling. Like, he took a plea and went up. He like, yeah. I, fuck it. I did it what I did. I had to take my time because it's just, there ain't no beat in this. Yeah. So It's real, essentially like a cheat code. Yeah. Real quick. Two two things. One, my man just recently, my man, uh, my man from Chester, he just ended up having to go do some Fed time or whatever like that. He had a CI on his case, confidential informant. The nigga had a tape recorder in his pocket. Not only that, this is somebody that he knew for years, served the motherfucker a zillion times. The nigga had a tape recorder in his fucking jacket pocket, and he had a fucking drone following his car from location to location and watched him serve two different people. One person, four and a half grams of Coke, four and a half ounces of Coke, the other one, nine. And they filmed from stop to stop, the motherfucker getting in and out of the car, and then they had the audio from the other one. They played the shit in court. The feds have literally unlimited resources to mm. fuck you around mm. if they determine that you are engaging in any type of severe criminal fucking activity. Or, like most of their cases come from, somebody's ratting on you. No, my man said that he he was working on the CIA base over the joint. He was just like, yeah, the CIA ain't got no budget. And I laughed. He was like, no, like, they don't have a budget. Yeah, they freestyling. I was like, what you, he was like, they don't have a budget. Because he was talking about how nice. The yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, you go and live in Afghanistan or motherfucking... Uh, What's another third like Cameroon or one of the motherfuckers? You ain't living like that's why they pay you so much. Like yeah. the conditions ain't that. But he was like, yo, he was on the CI base, like thirty-seven inch flat screen, Wi-Fi, private chefs. It, yeah, they don't have a budget. Yeah, they do whatever it's they just want. Just whatever the fuck they want to do. So yeah, like they don't have budgets. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that shit is crazy. So like, so that's the first thing. The second thing is the first thing is feds don't have a, the feds don't have a budget. They want to crawl up your fucking ass. They put wiretaps on every motherfucking body. They got fucking shoddy on the phone saying he gonna basically murder six nine. So like the shit is it's a different level of thing, and they present you. With all this evidence when they give you discovery. So the second thing is people, you know, start. Well, you know, Irv Gotti beat the feds. Blah blah blah. Irv Gotti beat a money.
money laundering case in relation to drug money versus his music money. And it was all documented on paper where his music money came from because he got it from fucking Elliot Grange, Sir Elliot Grange from Universal fucking Music Group. Right. So all of his all of his ducks was in a row. But even with that, they still bled Irv and Chris Gotti out of like $10, 12000000 million. Irv said he lost close of, to a dub through that whole Because situation. of them having to go, the, to, to go to court. Because the feds have unlimited time to go to court and to fight your black ass. Yeah. And the you, reason why people tap out is because they don't have the financial means to go to court they said 6ix9ine got 1.7 m's in his bank account he offered to put the whole shit up in order just to get bail because you would rather fight a case from the street than fight it from behind bars and you're literally locked up with the motherfuckers that they just played your recording saying they're gonna super violate you so with that being said you gotta get away from these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. so the feds play a lot of different games they picked them up on a sunday who the fuck is expecting to go to jail on a Sunday? Right. Nobody. They picked him up on a Sunday. They picked him up the two days after the Breakfast Club interview dropped where he basically is announcing to the public, I don't fuck with these niggas. Perfect time because now you vulnerable. You going to tell you by yourself. We going to bring you the fuck in. The third thing that they did was they moved him from the regular general population federal mm-hmm. facility to a WITSEC jail with fucking CIs and motherfucking people that's uh, under witness protection or under uh, protective custody. Mm-hmm. So it creates the illusion to the public that even if he's not telling, now everybody thinks he's telling mm-hmm. because every single news story says he got moved to a WITSEC jail. So the feds play a lot of games to fuck with you, to put you in a corner to where it's like, oh, they said they're going to kill your family. Oh, listen to this. They said that they're going to super violate you. You know what that means? They're going to fuck you in the ass and then kill you. Like, they playing all type of mind games because they have the resources to do so. Mm -hmm. So they fuck you in the media. They do fucking media warfare, first and foremost. And that digital warfare shit, them stories don't get out by accident. No. All of that shit is, they got a guy or or team of, of guys, rather, that just send shit out to different media outlets. Why the fuck does Jordan Tower TV or Vlad TV know all these intimate details of a federal organi- of a federal uh, prosecution? Right. Why the fuck is Ebro Darton having yeah. email exchanges with the fucking feds and the NYPD? I seen 50 going off about that. Because... You ever got an email from the feds? No, not yet. Tell her, you ever got an email from the feds? You know anybody that ever got an email from the feds that wasn't like involved in some criminal activity? So what do you, a radio personality? Oh, it's the feds. Oh, it's the, like, (laughs) what? Hold up. Like, yeah. This information doesn't just come out of fucking the clear blue sky, man. It don't just appear out of nowhere. So it's like, yo, they literally got motherfuckers all around like working and literally, man, everybody's fucking telling. So it's like you come up into these situations and they playing everybody against each other. I know they telling Shoddy that Mel Mel Matrix telling. They telling Mel Matrix that Danny's telling. They telling Danny that they all telling. It's saying like they play a lot of fucking games to paint you into a corner to where it's like. Remember the wire? I your man, up, man, your man told for some Burger King. Yo, you, 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 you want to tell? Fuck no, I ain't never ratting. You hungry? Yeah, I take some food though. Look at your man. <laughs> Remember, Ball Straight said, "Fuck out of here." I'm not telling. Yeah. He's like, "You hungry though?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I take a burger." 
Went and got him the food Was like Then they walk in With the Burger King with the, He's like yo what the fuck <laughs> And now he telling Yeah Shit crazy And that's the city police Yeah So imagine what the that's feds fucking, can do That's bunk That's, that's bunk <laughs> That's fucking bunk And McNulty These are the games yeah. That the police play When they're trying to You know When they're trying to Pull information out of you So it's like yo You could come in That motherfucker solid And I ain't doing this And I ain't doing that They'll trick you Into telling Not that it's it, it absolves you From telling Cause mm-hmm. you're still a rat But they'll trick you Into telling Or paint you Into such a hard Motherfucking corner that like what are you going to do the guy Al Prophet that does I'm not sure if you're familiar with his YouTube channel he do a lot of like gangster chronicle videos I think I've seen the name he, he, he was on he did a lot of voiceovers for American Gangster and contributed right, yeah, shit yeah, the white yeah, guy yeah, from yeah, Detroit yeah. whatever he was he's a he was like a mob guy that was part mm-hmm. of a bunch of federal investigations and shit like that and he was just like he was like where the fuck are they going to send Danny at in Witsec he has tattoos on his fucking face that say 6969 like where is he going he can't. So his only option out of this is to tell on the motherfuckers that want to murder him and send them niggas to jail for 60 years. Because if not, he's going to die. These motherfuckers was committing brazen acts of crime and filming it for their own personal records like Menace of Society. Yeah. Shotty's jumping out on niggas, robbing them, pistol whipping them, and Danny taping this shit. Like, what? They have him on camera right now on the Ball Alert TMZ shade room ordering a hit yeah. on Chief Keef's cousin. Yeah, I saw that today. I'm just like, yeah, this nigga's out of fucking control. I got a 30 ball on him right now. Why are y'all cut the camera off? Nobody, all these gangsters around, nobody's not saying cut the camera off? Uh, That could be my y'all weird of the week. Why Why are the, the criminals of today? And there have been criminals around forever. Yes. Why do y'all want to take pictures and be on social media? With everything. It's the weirdest shit on earth. Because they're looking for acknowledgement. Agno- that's where I was about to go with it. Yeah. Someone who I followed, I don't follow him or whatever. In fact, I didn't even follow him. I was scrolling my Explorer <laughs> page. I'm scrolling the Explorer page. The bull, he had posted some weed. Like some real good looking yeah. exotic weed. Oh, what's going on with I this? I double tapped it <laughs> and I commented that looked good. Jump right in your DM. The nigga DMs me and was like, yeah, that's in. And I'm like, I just didn't even respond. <laughs> but it's just like, how the fuck? Because it's like, yo, if what if I'm not Matt makes me sick? Yeah, what if you met? Is the police <laughs> What if I'm Matt 12 district You know what I'm saying It's just like That But that's how like Simple Motherfuckers yeah. be Because and You know how retarded Social media fucked everything You know how retarded Niggas are Niggas think that Decriminalization means Not illegal Yeah So just because Something was decriminalized in terms of having it or smoking it or whatever, doesn't give you free reign to just advertise that you have this product. But I feel like growing up, we knew who the drug dealers were. Yeah. We knew who the shooters were. We we you knew we, who the strippers was. All of that. We shit. understood that yeah. as young as just because we a lot of niggas we were smart and niggas had you know you was wise, so you yeah. understood what was what and who was who. And I look back on. The the drug guys from from my area from my section of the city and shit. I don't, I don't maybe if social media was out, my I don't know, but but they didn't do the shit. Yeah. So it's weird now to see like again going back to that whole the the couple years ago we became like almost larger than life to people with that social media yeah. shit. And I watch motherfuckers want the same allure 
not realizing, yo, you don't drive a bus every day. Okay. You, 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 you trap and shoot niggas. You, you can't be on front line making jokes all day, irritating people on social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's weird to me. Me, I'm a, I'm a nigga who work. I, I, I got a CDL. You know, I stay out the motherfucking way. I got niggas who I, like, know that, like, they know of me on social media now. They come home and they be like, yo, give me a shout out on, on the gram. And I be like, <laughs> you don't want these problems. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want these problems. But it's just, you think about it. Motherfuckers come home from jail. The first thing they do is make an Instagram. Before they Bef- come home. Before they see their kids. They on IG. If a nigga in the fence, he on IG already. Yeah, true. <laughs> he on IG. They got them tablets and yeah. all that shit. He on IG already. It's crazy. Nigga from from down your end. Uh, I know. On on IG every day. I know. He's in the fence. <laughs> he be home soon. Yeah. Was out here terrorizing motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. He in the fence on the fucking iPad. Shit nuts, man. Going like, to work. It's just it, it's weird watching it happen. It's like. Crime is illegal. You, you would think, at least from where I sit. So it's like, if right now you hold off, and I don't want to put no negative shit, but if you hold off and you and Taylor start arguing and you start pistol whipping him, I, you know, I'm not about to be on my story like, yo, look at Chad, this nigga wild, nigga wild, you know what I'm saying? Pistol whipping engineer. No. Yeah. It's. Remember the, what was the chick a couple years ago? Pretty hoe, stupid hoe, oh, yeah. some hoe. Sh- shot somebody on camera. Bitches was shooting motherfuckers and filming it. Living the real life episode of Grand Theft Auto. These chicks from Southern California. It was pretty hoe and fine hoe. Pretty hoe and fine hoe. Yeah. <laughs> and they was running around like terrorizing people. They was like selling pussy, shooting, getting into car accidents, all types of just random foolishness on Snapchat. Debauchery. Yeah, yeah. on Snapchat. Yeah. And it, when it, it the, the way it ended was she shot a motherfucker, or shot at the the motherfuckers. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. And she went to jail and all that. It's just like that's how motherfuckers act. Like for what? Like, motherfucker for what? Six nine is arguably one of the most young famous people on the planet. Yes, not just America, the planet. Like under twenty five. As far as just knowing the rainbow hair, the big six nine tattoo, you you might not even have never heard one of his songs. I told you my dad was like, "Who is this six nine guy?" Like, yeah, he he famous just because of the face and the hair. You know who it is. Yeah. This motherfucker is on tape talking about I got thirty grand on his head right now. And when this- the last time you shot somebody, blood. The motherfucker with a you holding the John, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How they be filming with the big ass mic hanging That's over? The HD camera. Yeah, it's like no one is thinking. Yo, cut that shit off. Because you know what? You know when they hired the camera guy. You know what the instruction was? Keep Never stop rolling. rolling. Keep that shit rolling. Mm-hmm. So he doing his motherfucking job. It's y'all responsibility to not let the footage get out there. When it's it's just stupidity. Like now, y'all all are going up. Like they like they worst case, they best case scenario was like everybody get five years. Like if they was like solid and they was just like, yo, we just gonna stand tall. But you know, everybody, you know, this kind of like a penny any case. But we gonna take the motherfucking. We saying we gonna do five years a piece. It's five of us. We gonna do five years a piece. That's what we got for y'all. We do ten years probation afterwards, whatever like that. That would be their best case scenario. Because if they go to court. They're going to be talking 30s and 40s and all that shit. And then, Shotty, you already 30 years old. You coming home when you 70, dog. Yeah. 
And you, you know what I'm saying? You got a violent past, like the whole shit. And what's crazy is the one of the last exchanges, I, I saw Shotty on Saturday night before they got picked up. Mm-hmm. He came to the club with Human Dog and Skinny from the Nine. And he was, I was setting him up with, uh, my little cousin Quaddy that rap he was performing. Cuban Dial got wind of his music and was liking all his shit. And she told Shadi about him and was like, "Yo, this kid Quaddy he performing blah blah blah. Did he look like this and this and this? His music hot blah blah blah." So soon as Shadi seen Quaddy, he was like, "You Quaddy, follow me right now. DM me blah 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 blah. Send me your information. Send me your music. Woo woo woo. I'm calling you tomorrow. I'm bringing you to New York." The nigga got picked up the next day. <laughs> like, the next day. So the 6 9 shit breaks on Friday by him leaving. We see Shotty on Saturday. He's trying to fucking do some business with my little cousin. Sunday, he's in the fucking feds. Life come at you fast. Quickly. 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 They Man. saying that Shotty stole 2.2 M's from this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Which we all knew he was getting extorted, but that's egregious. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And what did you do with the bread? Because you had 60K in your account. So what did you do with the bread? Even if you took an M from a motherfucker, you supposed to have two fifty just laying around yeah. like some just in case money because you know you out here committing crimes. Motherfuckers was like, damn, because when they said uh, he offered the one point seven mil like his bill and surrendering yeah. his passport, and they was like, damn, all he had was one point seven, and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you figure double that, that's what's going to the yeah, that's going to the mob. You know what I'm saying? And then you figure he's, he has eight hundred and fifty on his body. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and then a lot of shit that he you gotta did. remember, six nine still doesn't have an album out. <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah, his newest joint still ain't even dropped. And he still didn't get paid from all the Fifi sales and all that shit. That should take three to six months. He didn't get paid from none of that shit yet. So all of his, his he was going up. Yeah, all of Fifi and BB and these international records and number two on Billboard and all that just happened. Yeah, in the last three months, he didn't get paid from none of that yet. And the feds play so dirty, freezes bank accounts. How much amount of legal defense? Oh, we need to scrutinize. We need to audit your bank account and see if there's any weird transactions that went on in here that might be some criminal activity or you sending money to a Russian hitman or mm-hmm. whatever. Like they play all type of games. How I'm supposed to pay my lawyer if you freeze all my bread? Figure it out. Yeah. They'll bleed you. They'll force you into telling or pleading. Shit is crazy. You can't fight the Somebody fans, asked man. me the other day, because I saw you put that on the rundown. When I did that uh, question shit on uh, IG, my questions, you know. The, <laughs> Your questions is legendary. Yeah, my questions get ridiculous. <laughs> but somebody asked me, do I feel like the feds are targeting hip-hop artists? Absolutely. And I'm like, I don't think it's that they're targeting hip-hop artists. I think it's that they're targeting gangs yeah. and niggas as gang members. Yeah. Like, the feds aren't necessarily worried about Tyga. They're not necessarily right. worried about the Migos. They're yeah. not worried about, I don't know, give me somebody else. Fucking, uh, what's the little nigga from Florida? Uh, Kodak. Kodak. They're not worried about them. Yeah. But it's like GS9, OBH. Like, y'all are actively, yeah, like, somebody, it, it was funny, Um, who said it the other day? Leak. We was at um, uh, Poker Room. Shout out Leak. <laughs> Leak was like, yo, I know you would never do a skit. Like for Instagram and shit, like trying to be funny because he's like, you know, he knows me. That's just not, I don't, that's the, I guess why everybody likes me because I don't try to be funny yeah. and shit. But he's like, I know you would never do a skit because you said you wouldn't do one. But he was like, I got a skit I want you to do. He's, you know, Reed. Yeah. Shout out Reed. He's like, I want you and Reed to do it where like, because I know y'all could pull the shit off. He's like, 
this is the premise of the skit. It's, it's actually funny as shit. You get a rapper, which would be Reed in the skit. Right? <laughs> it's funny already. <laughs> it's funny already. Reed's like, Reed is the rapper, and he get locked up and put him in an interrogation room. And the cop's like, yeah, man, if you tell on, you know, your folks, whatever, whatever, you can go home. And he like, what? You crazy? I would never snitch. And that's his stance. I never rat. I never snitch. I stand tall. I'm a man about minds. I don't discuss nothing. Fuck y'all. Fuck 12. Da, 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 da. But then it turns around and I'm a, a DJ who's interviewing him on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like... So tell me about, you know, your life. Oh, man, listen, I get bricks from this ball. You know what I'm saying? I, I shot two niggas down the chain. <laughs> it was actually funny to me. I'm like, because that's the way these niggas act. Right. They won't tell. But they'll get in front of Vlad, fucking Shiz, whoever. They get on academics, Twitch. It's nuts. And they'll just go to town. And it's like, uh, shout out Shiz. He go through that shit with Say Cheese. Motherfuckers like, oh, he the cops, he the police. And he like... No, nigga, I, I I turn the camera on and be like, so what's up with you? Man, just shot a nigga yesterday. <laughs> Ain't about shit. Shot a whole lot of gang shit. Get these AKs. Gang. Get yeah. these AKs, my nigga. It's big Ks around here. <laughs> AR-15s, Dracos, all that shit, man. Whole I lot wish of I, gang shit. I wish an op would pull up over here. We killing this whole family. I kill a nigga grandma, my nigga, on gang. Like, yo, these niggas get these interviews and say way too fucking much. They volunteer the stupidity. Like, I get it. You're selling the image of who you trying to say. But when this is the thing. It's like if I tomorrow started rapping about shooting niggas and selling bricks and doing all this whole extra shit. And I'm selling the image of me shooting niggas and selling bricks. When the people come... Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I drive a 27. You and know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm bullshit. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on straight it's bullshit. straight entertainment. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, yeah. You you can't shoot a nigga and sell a brick and then go on the record and say you shoot a nigga and sell a brick and then go on the interview and say you shoot niggas and sell bricks and think that the people who investigate niggas who shoot niggas and sell bricks are not going to piece this shit ain't going to figure it the fuck out yeah, you that the you shooter, shoot nigga. niggas and yeah. sell bricks. You the shooter, nigga. Shoot. You can't do that. Yeah. And that's the part where I don't think motherfuckers understand the correlation. It's like, you're not a rapper that's getting picked on. Yes. You're a criminal. Fuck. You are a criminal. You cannot do these things. My y'all weird for the week is there's a whole community of people out there that are trying to make it seem like Vlad and Say Cheese and all that shit are the fall or the fault yeah. of why these people are having these problems when Kevin Gates said it best. The best answer to any question is I don't know. Like I've seen fucking Vlad and Vlad does the same interview with everybody with the exception of like uh, it, you know if it's something specific you got going on whatever but he does the same fucking I interview. I used to think like this, the way you talking about with the y'all weird like I used to think that about Vlad it, was, it wasn't until I saw Shiz on Vlad. That made me like, oh no, Vlad do this with everybody. It's, it's the same shit. He's interviewing the nigga who does these interviews the same way he would have interviewed Troy Ave. The same yes. way he wouldn't have interviewed, uh, what's the nigga who went down for the Troy Ave? Um, T- uh, uh, tax. tax. It, the, he, it's the same, it's the exact, same shit. exact interview. So it's like, damn, no, it's not that's Vlad. Why, that's why it's brilliant and it's art because it's the same shit yeah. every time and motherfuckers still take the bait yeah. 92% of the time. 
But when you look at Pee Wee Longway on there, he like, yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of blue references in this. And it's like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, because they told me you was the such and such crip. He like, no, me? The fuck uh-uh, is that? No. I just like the color blue. Like, Man. I just fuck with it. Like, I'm drinking Fiji water right now. I got a blue top. Like, no, cripping. Come on, Vlad. Let's talk about something else. I got a new mixtape out. Yeah. P on that drone. Like, there's ways around this shit. And this is like the dirtiest, hoodest nigga from Atlanta. Yeah. And like, he know how to sidestep that shit because he really in it. So it's like, yo, you can tell who, who you know what I'm saying, who got some sense and who don't. Yeah. You don't want to go, like, motherfuckers be looking for the credit of being the toughest street nigga. And all that gets you is two places, dead or in jail. Yeah. Being the tough, being the number one street nigga is undefeated. You going dead or in jail? Yeah. Facts. If you a hustler, you can skate out. If you Jay Z and you this this and that, you can skate through. But if you the toughest street nigga and you shooting shit up, dead or in jail. Those are your options. Mm-hmm. I've rarely seen it work. Uh, like uh, motherfuckers, Fifty made it out, but Fifty got shot a bunch of times. Fifty got to keep goons around at till, all times till the day. Yeah, it's just what it. What Fifty it got is. fifty year old niggas with nothing to lose, beating <laughs> niggas up on stage at Summer Jam. Real shit. He keeps this, and it's going back to what I said. He maintains the same level of security at all times. Like he's never like, lacking. Like Beans, like my, I remember when Beans got. Remember Beans got shot a couple years ago in Jersey. Motherfuckers like, damn, why Beans? And I'm like, that's probably something from you know. But it's just, it's what it is. It's yeah. like you've done too much. Done too much. Pac man. said it best. You always got to worry about the payback. You did too much. Spice, I was just watching a Spice, Spice one of all people interview on Vlad, and he was like, he said he got uh, he. A nigga, they, somebody was out doing carjackings. These Mexican guys in his neighborhood was out doing carjackings. He just so happened to be in the car as they was trying to jack the car, and he got shot. And they was like, "Yeah, do you feel, you know, do you feel like a sense of revenge or vengeance, or whatever?" With these guys, he like, man, that shit probably karma from some niggas I shot before because I did the same shit. Like he said, this certain shit come with this shit. He said, karma is undefeated. Mm-hmm. You out here robbing and shooting motherfuckers, somebody's gonna rob you and shoot you at some point. That's the game. He said, why would I be upset about that? He said, I'm glad for my life like he's like because it could have been worse they could have killed my motherfucking ass yeah like, but karma is a hundred percent karma is a is one million for one million like you go and get yours that's why i try to pride myself on being a good person and helping people get money to the homeless help motherfuckers because my karma when i do some fucked up shit my shit instant my yeah. shit like two hours later yeah yeah i mean yeah just wrapping up the whole situation man with a six nine it's fucked up because I get it why it had to happen. It's just sad because underneath all the bullshit, underneath the tattoos, the red hair, him with 50, the back and forth with Vic Mensa, the, the goofy shit with all of the, the, the gang, you know, all that bullshit, the nigga was talented. And hilarious. He's talented and he was funny as fuck. And he understood the internet unlike anybody uh, we've ever seen. Genius. A, a brilliant interview. When that nigga did the joint where he was ludicrous in 2000, oh. I almost peed on myself, man. Like, the, the nigga was brilliant. You don't know nothing about this youngin'? Yeah. <laughs> the nigga was brilliant. You don't know nothing about this youngin'? He was brilliant. He, he understood it. And... The nigga can make good music. Yeah. It might not be your taste, but I, I, that gummo shit, that shit, that, man, listen, them little niggas go berserk when they hear that yeah. shit. And then you saw what Fifi did, and it was like he was on the brink of like really, really. Superstardom. Yeah. Like he, like, I, I'd be, I'm gonna check it right now, but it's like, I'd like to think that that shit is the number one John on the Breakfast Club now. Like, it has to be. 
Especially with all of the media coverage and all of that shit. I know it's sending crazy traffic that way. Okay. This is the last time we saw 6 9 Crazy. Let me look at Birdman. Oh, shit is nuts. Crazy. Birdman Breakfast Club interview, 16.3 million views. 6 9s original Breakfast Club interview, 16.3. He is tied with Birdman, Birdman right yeah. now. That's crazy. In a shorter amount of time. He said a, he was going to be the number one joint on Breakfast and Club. And it's a full interview compared to a viral moment. His second joint, the joint from the other day, is already at 7.5. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. It's crazy. He's <laughs> <laughs> an internet legend. Hmm. Shit is crazy. I can well, Check where the Angie Martinez shit is, where he was talking about Vic Mensa. He was pulling people in the studio. You ever heard of Vic Mensa song? Yeah, you ever heard of Vic Mensa song? Spin King. You ever heard of Vic Mensa song? He said, no, call the kid. Call Shoddy Sons in here. Yo, you ever heard of Vic Mensa song? He was like from Wildin' Out. <laughs> Six, nine, Angie Martinez is at 6.2 million. And that's a bullshit channel. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's millions of views, whatever the fuck. Whatever he going. is. Yeah, like, it's just crazy. So it's like, he's probably not getting out of this, but... It was know. fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. If he does get out of it, you know. Somebody asked the other day, like, if he snitches, like, full-on rats and then comes home, can he continue with the music? And I'm like, as weird as, weird as 2018 is... Absolutely. Yeah. Because here's the thing, right? And, and, like, yeah. and we'll put a bow on it like this. His fan base that's consuming his music and propping him up and making him money are, are white, fuck. Spanish, and Asian kids that don't give a fuck about You see about the video of that nigga when he was in my fucking, I don't know if it, it was Norway or Denmark or one. I seen him performing that fucking in Germany with fucking PNB Rock. This like mad random. Like, yeah, I think it was Denmark, the video <laughs> I watched. Like, shit was crazy. But... Mm-hmm. Free six nine man. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about future? Absolutely. Future. I, <laughs> future is the goat, dog. Future is a funny ass nigga, yo. I've never seen a man where literally anything he do can just completely piss off every woman every, alive. It, it's nuts. It's a talent. He got another baby mom. Yeah. He's got to be at like eight or nine. Yeah, he he getting up there. This nigga collects baby moms like Infinity Stones. <laughs> this shit is crazy. It's like every time he comes out the house, I got a new VM today. All little bad little Instagram bitches that just, yeah. you know. My favorite part of the whole shit be like the the fallout from whatever it is that he's doing that particular week. Because it's like, yo, the, he brings the hurt out of these women like nobody's business. Yesterday... Uh, somebody that me and you both follow was really just like, I just fucking hate him. So I'm just like, you never met the man. Like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Why does he incite? No, because the way he treats women and blah, 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 blah. Who's to say that he's not a total sweetheart? He's just a, he just has an asshole persona. Like, I know, I have an asshole persona. I treat women like fucking gold. Like, every woman that i ever been with want to get married. You know why? Because I treat them like fucking gold. So don't let his persona jade who his true character and who he is. Now, see, I'm the flip side. Everybody thinks I'm like this nice, sweet teddy bear, and I fucking hate Paid everybody. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's like the opposite yeah. of this shit. Hey, man. Like, I watched it this week with, with Future, and it was just like, my thing is this. He's not in a relationship, so he can deal with whoever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Now, if you get pregnant, you have a choice. You're clearly having unprotected sex or sex with a man in a way that you can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
you get pregnant, decide I'm keeping it, and you hit the timeline. I'm pregnant, y'all. It's by future, though. Right. I don't understand why there's this immediate fallout from, like, all these women in all these different places. Like, oh, he's so trash. He's so... It's just like... I doubt if Future has a gun right. to a motherfucker <laughs> head. You know what I mean? Like, Say what you will about his relationship with Sierra and the fallout and all that. She's never accused him of being a bad parent. He might have been a, a bad ex-boyfriend or whatever the fuck, ex-fiance or whatever the case may be. But she never once accused him of being a bad parent. And as much as she's tried to prop Russell Wilson up as the perfect dad and this, that, and the third, she's never once said that Future is a shitty parent. So at the end of the day, a man can have as many women and as many kids as he can fucking afford. Yeah. And last time I checked, these broads is signing up like... It's going out of fucking style, Real like shit. they because you know why? It's like Sears credit cards. When in you the got a, when you got somebody that's clocking in twenty three to thirty M's a year with and clockwork, and they allegedly just signed a fifty eight million dollar deal or whatever the fuck like that. The birds gonna follow. Yeah. It just is what it is. Like so, don't penalize him be, for his popularity and the fact that these women are still intrigued with him despite his 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 status as a trash all star or whatever the fuck y'all want to you know what y'all want to token him as. Yeah. It just is what it is. Like I I saw you have him as in the running for man of the year. Yes, absolutely. All right, real quick. Um, I I I. I, I <laughs> I'm just now reading. Yeah, I'm starting to uh, man of the year. I'm starting to compile my uh, 2018 man of the year candidates. I swear to God, I didn't look at that before I came here. I just now opened it to read it. This is a uh, this is a Chad list. This is not a Matt list. And uh, Matt does not condone any of the thoughts expressed on this list. So man of the year. So here's my. Th- I know y'all like top fives. Here's my top five man of the year candidates. Number one. That's hilarious. P CEO of QC Music. Uh, he's literally out here living a fat nigga's dream. He's hitting everything with a pulse. Um, I'm thinking he's slaying one of his artists. The chick Young Miami from City Girls went on Breakfast Club and said, oh, P got a whole gang of bitches. She was just, the whole interview was about P. Like, so I'm like, oh, yeah, he fucking hurt too. I didn't even like watch that. it. He's, uh, he's engaged to Lyra. Yeah. He's allegedly tagging one of Lyra friends, and then there's an internet rumor that he got the other chick pregnant yeah, also, which she's denying it. But my conspiracy theory on that is if it ain't his baby, it's somebody else's man's baby, and she's not announcing who it is. That's normally the way it goes. She's not announcing who it is because it destroys her status as some feminista prop that fucking, you yeah. know, all of these dipshit bras can aspire to be like. Yeah. Another thing. Beautiful women, stop telling these ugly bitches to know their worth. It's a myth. It's false. (laughs) What is true for you is not true for them. If you tall and beautiful and well put together and rich niggas are offering you money to just be in your presence, your life ain't set up the same as the chick that work at Wendy's. You're giving her fucking false hope. So in the event that some man that say he make 50 racks a year and she make motherfucking $14 an hour, she better cherish that motherfucking man and take what the fuck she can get because her life ain't yours. And y'all be instilling false hope into these broads thinking like, oh, so the perfect mate. No, he's not coming. He's not coming. Men have too many fucking options. The perfect mate is not coming for you if you motherfucking work at Quick Trip. It's not happening. 
Well, the, the perfect mate will come. It just won't be Idris Elba. It, it, exactly. It won't. It, you're, you aren't equally yoked to what this woman whose advice that you're taking is giving you. And the big problem that women have is that they're more worried about the fact that their man is not Idris Elba rather than the fact that he's a trash man and he's paying all these motherfucking bills and taking care of her two kids from two previous relationships. Take what you have and appreciate it and stop listening to strangers. Yeah, when, when you on the said internet. it, I thought that was about to be like awful. But no, now no. that you've said it, it may, all right, yeah, it's real you. shit. There's a Because I was about to just put my head down like, all right, there's, a, there's a huge disconnect between men and women because women think they know what men want. Men know they don't know what women want. Right. And nobody's not telling each other shit. Right. And that's part of the problem. And that's why it's so many f- uh, situationships and flings and all of that shit and no real relationships because everybody's so hurt and jaded. They're afraid to expose themselves and open up. Now, I haven't jumped out into the dating pool, but it's like I, I be it's trash as fuck. I be looking at it and I just be like, no, thank you. Like, this, <laughs> this is sure. Like, like. Uh, like, and then the thing is, right? Like something that my grandfather always told me, and not to go too far off track. There, so I'm gonna put a bow on this and then get back to my list. But something that my grandfather told me just about women in general is that you never really know them, and that women are so much, so like, so much like cats, where it's like, yo, they'll fuck with you all day long, and then just at like. 10.37 p.m. is like, get the fuck out of my house, nigga. Like, I, like I never want to see you again. And you can totally just be clueless and she'll hit you with the, you know what you did. I actually don't. And you might have did something or you might not have did shit, but you still got to get the fuck out mm-hmm. either way. So that's just part of the problem of just like dating in like the 2010s and all of that shit. And it's just like, yo, man, this shit rough, man. It's a rough fucking go. It looks like it. If you got to fucking really try to find a meat right now and really be with somebody, it's fucked up. And everybody's afraid to get their feelings hurt. That shit builds character. Go out there and date people and fall in love and get your fucking heart broken. You're going to find out a lot about yourself. You're going to learn your pain threshold, what you are mentally able to handle. You might fucking kill yourself, but it's only one way to fucking find out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to go out here and have experiences. Everybody's so guarded with their feelings and their emotions and their emotional wrecks and, oh, I have this fucking uh, mental disorder and my uh, my my pain threshold is so how would you know did i ever tell you that um when me and my ex like when I, we broke up like that was how i found out i liked asparagus i was distraught that night <laughs> and I, 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 I stopped in the fucking uh the bar down to down i ain't gonna say the place because they don't sponsor the show but i went and got food just by myself and i was just like on some like shit i was like give me the chicken they was like yeah you want the broccoli i'm like fuck no i just give me the asparagus and i tried it and, and loved was, it and the shit was lit you know what I'm saying? Go out here and have fucking experience. It's crazy the way it happens. So top five man of your candidates. Number one, P from CO, QC Music. Number two, Future. The man can literally piss off anything with a vagina. That alone will get you a man of the year nomination. Um, and I don't know what he's making faster, records or babies. This nigga's killing this shit. Yeah. Uh, number three, six nine. Dan- Daniel Hernandez well, Minus that whole Federal indictment thing yeah. He was tearing shit up yeah. 10 for 10 on Billboard Top 3 record in the country With Nicki Minaj With Fifi International hit record With the fucking Spanish boy That Meek just yeah. did the record with Fantastic fucking year Number 4 Derek Rose D-Rose back 50 point games His athletic shit Is starting to come yeah, back He still dribbles Way too fucking much But you know It is what it is You can't teach An old dog new tricks But he's having A major comeback To somebody who was Basically going to be Taken out back And shot like Old Yeller Three yeah. years ago So shout out D Rose And then number five 
my favorite artist of all time, other than Biggie, Lil Wayne. Carter Five is platinum now. Multiple, every single song except like I think the intro charted on Billboard. The top twenty three songs on iTunes when the fucking uh, on Apple Music rather when the album came out. The third highest streaming album of all time. No, yeah, um, first week. First um, week. No. It, it wasn't of all time. It was the third highest of the year. Okay, behind yeah. Drake. Drake and Travis did seven fifty. Travis Scott did five hundred seven. Wayne did four seventy three, and Beer Bones Medley did four four thirty five. So right, he was number three. Um, hell of a comeback. He said he got more music coming out. Um, it's my understanding that he owns the Young Money brand in full. Still has parts of Drake. Still has parts of Nicki Minaj. Still making that money, and the shit ended up working out where he got paid, put his product out, and he about to go on tour and kill shit. So that's my uh, top five. Man we're of the we're year gonna candidate. do the uh, the TRP awards. Fucking right, we are. Jewel said he want to come to that because he's coming home in a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Shout and, out, um, Jules. He, I told him it'll probably be the December thirtieth. I told show. Jules when he come home, I'm taking him watch shopping. Niggas yeah. too rich not to have a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, really. But had enough of this shit. He said. Uh, he <laughs> said um i told him it'd probably be the december 30th show okay like that one right before yeah, yeah, new yeah. year's we'll probably do the awards Perfect. the uh rundown for the year hey real quick last topic before we get out of here we got to talk about it push your t perform man in <laughs> toronto with that was that not the weirdest shit of the week yo man how was the push the concert here dope as fuck okay all right so what i what i will say is i got there literally 10 minutes before he went on stage which was my plan i don't know where the fuck they got these openers from it's just like they went outside and was like yo <laughs> who want to open up for pusher like i didn't never heard of these people before a day in my life and i'm not the authority on all things music but i don't know who the fuck these two homeless yeah. people was that opened up for him so i was like oh fuck them openers i'm getting here when this motherfucker yeah. get on stage so the stage was the, the set was cool he was fly as fuck he had some marnie shit on or whatever like that his opening 25 minutes is super strong it kind of tailed off at the end in terms of the record selection, and he went off stage really weird. So I gave the show like an 8.2 out of 10, but it was a good show. But he went off stage to uh, Drug Dealers Anonymous. He did his verse and then let the Jay-Z verse play, and I'm like, I'm at a Pusher show. I don't want the last thing I hear on stage to be Jay-Z's voice at a Pusher show. Because he performs kind of like infrared at the apex of his show, and then it starts to like tail off after that. But it was a strong show. That was good. Infrared is the disc. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah. So he does that like at minute 25, because he does 45 minutes, and then it's just like it kind of tapers off after that a little bit. But good show. Good Did production. he do any of like the clip shit? Did it grinding. Okay. Um, He did grinding. He did... uh. Said free Roscoe P, the whole shit. He kept thanking Philly because this was his big, like this is my biggest market and blah blah blah. He sold the motherfucker out. If he didn't sell it out, he was like ninety five percent. Like and um, what was I going? I had a good question. I had a good question. I had a good question. Uh, it's gone. It's gone. 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 But the shit in Toronto was strange man, as fuck. It was. It was just strange because the way it was reported was strange. Yes, yeah. they reported it like he got jumped. Yeah. As opposed to niggas throwing water, and then you he find- made it weird too though. When he came out, and was like, "Yeah, the nigga paid that." It's right. like, who's paying? Like, they could pay me to throw a beer at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, nigga, nigga, call, nigga, call me right now. Yo, I'm about to cash up you five hundred. Throw that water at chat. Bet, nigga said, <laughs> said it. Niggas so- need them five hundreds. So that was weird. But the whole overall, like I said, it was reported on weird. Yeah. The actual once I saw the actual video of it was just like 
the execution was horrible it on was, the behalf of the goons. It was they weren't goons. Minus minus ten for the Toronto goons. They weren't goons. <laughs> These were just motherfuckers that was drunk. Like there's a way to pull that off. You pull, pull the, what off? To, whatever they were trying to accomplish. You supposed to send fifty motherfuckers, bump everybody out of the way, stand at the front. And throw chairs like you're not supposed to. You know what I'm saying, or the actual cans of beer, not yeah. like the cups, like yeah. not the beer, the liquid, yeah. but no cans. Yeah. Like there's a way to get that shit off where security can't stop you. It's not enough event security to stop fifty niggas. Mm-hmm. You could damn near kidnap Pusha T yeah. in the event that you create like a solid fucking front. You know right. what I'm saying? If I had five fucking uh, linemen from the New Orleans Saints, I could get some shit accomplished. Mm-hmm. I could fuck some niggas up with them five offensive linemen. So for y'all to show up like two of y'all, throw beer, rush the stage, get washed, get allegedly, get stomped out, get allegedly poked up on top of that, retreat, run into the crowd, get washed again, and then get tossed out on your fucking head. Minus, I ain't gonna front we, we took a loss today. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going front. I ain't going front. We took an L. We took an L. <laughs> <You know what>? <laughs> <laughs> Classical uh, TRP movement. Ain't going front. We took an L. That's so it's real just, it's shit. Just one of them moments, like, the shit was just bad. Like, it was a W for push it. Like, mm-hmm. like how he was on Joe Budden's show counting W's. That was a W. Like, niggas threw beer, man. Yeah, but he, he they threw the beer at him, whatever, whatever. And, um... You like you pretty much went over it all. Motherfuckers got washed got every which way. Washed. He got power washed. And then he came back on stage and he started performing and it, he said, "Yeah, Drake paid him." And it's just like that ain't it. Chief, Chief just called. <laughs> Chief just called. That ain't it. Said that ain't it. <laughs> and I know, I know, I'm a Drake fan, so whatever. Motherfuckers would be like, "Oh, you biased?" I no. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's paying anybody to do that. You know what I mean? Like, motherfuckers are pay somebody to do... It's not that. Throw beer? No. That, that's... Yeah. That no one's... That was, a, that was a Drake fan. That was an OVO fan went rogue. <laughs> I don't think there was any cash app payments for that one. <laughs> that was like motherfucking... Uh, that's exactly what it was. That was motherfucker like, just went rogue. Yeah, that was like Chubb's cousin. <laughs> like, like, nigga probably got instructions like, yo, I'm going down a Pusha T show, start some shit. They was like... <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> they gonna say we had. Don't do it. They gonna, say we, out, they gonna say we had something to do with this shit. Don't do it, bro. Nigga. All right, man. I got y'all. They had one too many motherfucking uh. Miller High Life. Labat Blues. Yeah. What <laughs> the fucking word, man, motherfucking in town. <laughs> uh, none of this other shit. I really cared. Jordan Lucas and Tori was going at it. That was dope. Tori fucked them around at the end, man. That Liddy again, shit. No, I like Joiner's Liddy. No, Tory Tory was on some shit, man. Well, no, yeah, t- you, Tory's Liddy. Tory's Liddy. Yeah, Tory fucked him around. I thought Joiner had the first one. He had the first. That one. Lucky You versus Joiner, but then Tory's Liddy was that shit. He left Earth, and then Joiner came back with that dumbass ZZ shit. I was ZZ like, yeah, Jones, all right. It wasn't like he told him. They told him, man, you like a fucking beaver. I say, I'm gonna cut this off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gonna press pause on that, Chief. Yeah. Chief just called. Chief just called. <laughs> Said that ain't it. <laughs> Where did uh, that shit come from? I mean, it's just like that ain't it, Chief. Like <laughs> that. What's funny is, all right, it's been a term forever. Yeah, that ain't it, Chief. Like a motherfucker just do something, say something. That ain't it, Chief. So the whole resurgence of it <laughs> is a motherfucker was tweeting about some like homosexual shit and like. 
basically was on the tip like how something getting something done ain't a homosexual uh, laugh. I remember this. And yeah, remember. A, a motherfucker <laughs> tweeted, he retweeted the tweet with the text message from Chief. <laughs> and, the, and the text said, that ain't it. <laughs> That's how the shit like re-blew the fuck up. But the Bob, you know how like you retweet with a quote? The motherfucker retweeted with the quote, but it was a picture oh, of a screenshot. God. from. So the, the, the name was Chief Yo, and the text man. said, that ain't it. And then he texted the Chief like, I'll let him know. And he screenshot and posted it on that. And that shit, oh, that shit got like 200,000 retweets. Like that shit blew the fuck up and now that's where the whole chief chief call <laughs> he said that <laughs> and that's just, it's just the funniest shit on earth to me now I say it like three times a day motherfuckers be on I'll the bus doing know. it too yeah I'll let him know chief <laughs> but it was fucking hilarious cause oh the, the name really was chief and the text said that ain't it <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> Yo. Yo, the internet, man. The internet don't lose, dog. The internet wins forever. I posted that shit today. If, if any of y'all saw it on my page or just in period, it's a fucking pastor basically coming into the church on a fucking uh, aerial zip line. Yeah, zip line, like Sting. And the, the one boy called it Church de Soleil. <laughs> I fell out <laughs> off of that. But like John was saying, like, yo, the internet is going to be forever. Like, the day the internet not here, I'm cool on y'all because this is where we get the laughs from. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where the shit comes from. But yeah, that that this ain't it chief shit that when I saw that fucking Funny text shit ever, I man. could not stop laughing <laughs> like the chief text him yo this ain't it I let him know and he screenshotted and posted it on that tweet that shit went like mega viral and that's where the oh, whole God. You, you know this ain't it chief been around for decades but Holy shit, that's where man. the modern day resurgence of this ain't it chief that's where it comes from so we gonna leave the show on a high note man so thank twitter and I tell people right. that all the time. Like, IG is cool. What is the other shit y'all use now? Um, uh, Snapchat and all. All of them shits is cool. Twitter is where the... Yeah, all them other apps y'all sell vagina on. All that yeah. shit is cool, but Twitter is... is Twitter, Twitter is the meat, man. That's where... I quit it... Twitter seven times this year. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Under an alias. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Underscore. This yeah. ain't me. Yeah. Underscore. Yeah, we getting out of here, man. Uh, Matt make me sick. Um, the realest podcast ever on all your social media. We got to change it for Twitter, too. Yes. Um, but it's definitely on Instagram. Um, I got to get more active on that page. I don't think you can. Uh, the, it's, a, it's a letter restriction on Twitter. That's probably why. So I'm going to just have to figure out how to shorten it. Probably. How, to, how to do something. But because um, we get a lot of hashtag work and they don't know the actual Twitter joint. Or nor give a fuck. Or nor give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man. Hope you all enjoyed us coming in here talking our shit. Show, man. Um, that ain't it. <laughs> this Saturday coming up, uh, Saturday, December 1st, we got uh, Young Dolph performing live at Vanity Grand. Tickets available now. Now, VanityGrandPhilly.com. That's V-A-N-I-T-Y-G-R-A-N-D, Philly.com. Uh, Young Dolph performing live. Uh, O'Malley birthday party with Roddy Rich. Dream Chaser signing party December 15th. Again, VanityGrandPhilly.com. And we will be back here next Sunday. Chick, Whatever you got, Matt. Chick asked me the other day. She was like, um, why y'all never be in Vanity? And I was like, what you mean? She was like, because like, your man, like he like... 
he I see him in there all the time. He like runs the fucking building. Like and you're never in there. And I'm just like, I mean, I just, you know, people and you know humans. Yeah, y'all human, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh I was like, it's funny. stinking. I was like, it's funny because he always tell me like the night you come, I'm rolling out the red carpet for you. And I'm like, the crazy part is he gonna do that. I'm gonna get there and I'd even go want that shit. You know? <laughs> like, no, chill out. I'm like, I'm gonna be in the fucking back in the kitchen looking through the curry <laughs> shit. Cause I was telling her I'm like she was like, no, nah, but Vanity be, like, cool. She was like, it be, like, it don't be nothing going on. Like, it, it be chill. Like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, Chad will give me a section, bottled, whatever, and it'll just be my luck that this is the night that the Diaz brothers show up with machine guns. <laughs> Shoot the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't need that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I totally, I'm like, one of these days I'm going to actually show the fuck up. It's, it's Mando. But uh, day, yeah, man. yeah, we'll get the foot. We'll get it. We'll get it uh, done eventually. Jules, but, we going Rolex shopping. When now, when Jules come, I ain't gonna front. If it, he won't go. I, you know, Jules, we're going Rolex shopping. You know what I'm saying, get your debit card ready. <laughs> we out, man. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.